0: I did not hit her. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark.
1: Hello, and welcome back to Pop Culture Brews, the only podcast on the internet where we take pieces of pop culture we love, do way too deep a dive on it, and then at the end of it, we reveal to you the beer we're inspired to brew by it. I'm one of your hosts, I'm Andrew. I'm the other host, I'm Tyler. And this is such a guest-heavy season. This is a guest-heavy season, and I'm here for it. I'm so here for it. <laughs> so we have we have a very special guest who I actually guested on his podcast when we first started. So special guest,
0: introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Coulter Wilson from the Homebrewing DIY Podcast. Hello, hello, welcome,
1: welcome. Good health, cheers. cheers. Thanks for having me. Absolutely.
0: By the way, this is my first podcast recording in the same room as someone. Wow! Ever that is crazy. Ever? Ever? Yeah. Wow, you were my, doing it before. It was cool. I, all of my stuff is going on, <laughs> so. well because the first
1: episode of yours I listened to was the two British guys who brew beer with tea equipment. Yes. And yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm going to be drawn to that <laughs> for stereotype reasons. Um, but yeah, no tell us tell us about tell us about the cast of Pod.
0: Yeah, so essentially Homebrewing DIY is a show that takes the do-it-yourself aspect of homebrewing. We are mainly an interview show where we discuss homebrewing processes, but we also really do deep dives into equipment and DIY kind of projects. Mm -hmm. Most recently, I would say we had an episode just last week, or actually it's not out yet, I just recorded one this last week, where we have a few open source projects and we had the makers of those open source projects talking about some softwares that they've designed. Mm -hmm. So we do some of that. We also talk about brewing process and Mm -hmm. and have uh, I have a weird knack for beer history as well. And so I talk a lot about that as well. So those, that's kind of the the weird things about it that I t- talk to.
1: But... It's a, it's a much better research beer podcast than this one. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it actually talks about beer. It's the, <laughs> the funny thing
0: is, is as we get later into this, you guys are going to taste one of the worst beers I've ever made, you know, <laughs> and that we've ever
2: featured on this show.
1: So I I will say this, like, um, you know, when when we make beers, like, we try and. Mm. You know, we've talked about it before. Like, we try and find something about the thing that we're making it for uh, to really like tell the story of the beer. And this beer, oh fuck, man, it is like (laughs) (laughs) it is bad. It is, but but it's so perfect. Like, and that's the thing. And then what was so freaking brilliant about it was the making of it. And we'll tell the story of it because I've got stories about fermenting it here. (laughs) like it just it's such a perfect beer for it um but before we get into that i do want to say like i i i really i mean i discovered your podcast as as i was starting out and i think it's fantastic and i've actually learned a lot of stuff from it so thank you for obviously sharing your knowledge and having like really interesting guests on because yeah we i get a lot out of it
0: yeah well thank you and and also i i am a listener of this show obviously you guys are a local denver podcast we've when you first started out andrew you were on the show so i've been subscribed to this podcast and i love it i love the idea that you guys talk about i i love pop culture and movies some of the topics that you've selected have been great i love the deep dive and then some of the beers you have made that are inspired by this these movies or, or music have been really, really cool recipes that I've never really thought about when it comes to making beer. Oh, right you. right now, I'm drinking a beer from a future episode. I'm not going to get into <laughs> it, but that, that I'm tasting because you made that the same day we made the other yep. beer. And it is a wonderful, unique beer, not like anything else I've had. You have to listen to this podcast in a future episode to know what it is. Yeah. But... The point is, is that you guys come up with really cool, unique recipes, and I think that it's if you're a home brewer and you listen to this show, you're gonna learn something about brewing, and if you're a movie buff, you also learn something about the idea of getting inspired to do something based on something you love.
3: Right? Oh, thank uh, you. And I thank think you. that that's a really yeah.
0: cool take, and I, I love the show. So no, well, thank, thank you. you. Yeah, it. It.
1: I mean, because the the one we've talked about it is. Mm-hmm the way we view brewing is, so we don't get into the technical aspects of brewing on our show. No. Because in, like even when you came around to mm-hmm. brew, like you were using your all-in-one electric system, which means you are doing automatically a different process to what we were doing with our mash tuns and, and everything. Absolutely. Um, and so that's why we try and avoid it. But what we think there's a hole in the market of is being inspired to try something different Without it just being like, oh, I want to try an IPA. It's like really try and tell a story. And it's fun.
0: A funny thing you say that is that that is kind of something that comes up often in Mm homebrewing. People Mm -hmm. ask you, how do you come up with recipes? And I think that what you guys are explaining to people, if you're listening to this, is these are the ways people come up with recipes professional brewers become inspired by something yeah be it another beer that they've had be it a life experience one of my favorite beers is done by wood boss brewing here locally in denver oh fantastic Fantastic brewery brewery. and they did one we are the dreamer of dreams which is inspired from the charlie and the chocolate factory Mm. right and so It is something where they can take something like that and make a beer inspired by a movie that they like. They do it all the time. They do it with names of beers. They do it with styles of beers. And that that to me is something that homebrewers tend to get caught up in individual styles and trying to do perfection copies Mm -hmm. of commercial things when it's like, you're a homebrewer. You can be creative and get inspiration wherever you can. Yeah, Yeah, I think I've
2: only brewed a beer twice maybe once in my (laughs) my entire home brewing career yeah
1: Um, well you've only got the one tap well that's
2: true (laughs) but also it's just I don't know I think that there's just so many other recipes out there it's 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 hard for me to say I like that beer I'm gonna go back to it when I could like explore I don't know a twist on another recipe I've done or something like that you know it's just like I just wants to constantly
1: be changing what I'm putting on tap Mm -hmm. well and and, you know like there are so many fantastic breweries that I I know myself as a home brewer, I am not going to replicate that beer that I love from Woodboss, from Fiction or anything. And Fiction, they're fantastic because if you email them and say, I really like this beer, more than likely they will share the recipe with you because they've got their own yeast. So you literally cannot replicate their beer. Right. (laughs) So I'm like, well, if I love their beer, I might as well just go buy it and come up with my own shebang. And And I think that's that's
0: a great approach, you know. Some of my most popular episodes are recipe formulation episodes mm-hmm. because people are always thinking, how do you approach recipes? And to me, recipes should come from wherever. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a much more of a, of a, hey, let's just make beer and if it's good, it's good. If it sucks, it was five hours of time and not a big deal and just dump it down the drain, no big deal. So,
2: yeah. and, and we'll get to one of those. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Uh,
0: let's talk about the movie let's let's talk about the movie because we were talking we've been kind of setting it up with this is going to be one of the worst beers but we are actually here to talk about one of the worst movies right you know
1: i i want you to introduce the movie and then i am gonna read the back (laughs) of the dvd (laughs) of of this movie i bought this dvd especially for this episode it is the best 10 bucks I have ever spent. I ended up ordering the soundtrack for Tyler's wife last night. <laughs>
2: Which has 29 songs on
1: 29 it. 29 songs. So what, what are we
2: discussing? Yeah, exactly. I'm going to say
0: only five or six are actually memorable of the songs. Uh,
2: there's only three on the entire, in the entire movie.
0: But 29 songs on Tw- the soundtrack. 29 yes. tracks, yeah. Yes. Well, I will say that we are going to talk about the probably one of the worst movies ever made. Oh, worst than amazing yes but so bad that it's such a train wreck that everybody is like wow and they even it is such a train wreck that somebody made a movie about the making of this movie yeah which is the room the and room, the room <laughs> and and the room for me i, I want to talk about how i first found this movie and then you can read the back of the oh DVD. yeah go
2: for it can we quickly it. yeah we need to quickly say that this is the room not room. Room. Yes. <laughs> yes this, is the room. This, this isn't the the, uh, the
1: harrowing drama of a mother and son trap. Who escaped from a psychopath. This color. is the harrowing drama of a man who is betrayed by his lover and friends.
0: Yes. Mm, yes. Indeed. And I will say, this is something where I ran into the room randomly. I used to work at a restaurant. I was a bartender for many years, and I would get off work around one or two in the morning every day. And I got off work on it was April Fool's Day, and I fire up some Adult Swim. And in the mid aughts so about four or five years after this movie was made, they would do the room as a marathon, back to back all night long for April Fool's Day. Yeah, that they show Adult else. Swim, right? Yeah, on <laughs> yeah, Adult Swim. And I turn on the TV. And right when I turn it on, is the Denny on drugs scene. We will talk about it. <laughs> We're not going to get into it. That, that was the scene I turned it on. Yeah. And I'm like, what the hell is this movie? It's so and... perfect for adults. Right? <laughs> and then I watched it. And then it started over. And then I watched it again. Yeah. And then I watched it again because I was completely enamored at how horribly perfect. It really was, and, and
1: please tell me you were like either smashed or high at the time. Because... I will admit that I had been drinking. Yes. There, there you, okay, go. There you <laughs> that go. That makes a lot more sense. <laughs> well, obviously, because it's funny because my my sister and brother-in-law are obsessed with this film. They've actually gone to special screenings. Tommy Wiseau, who's the infamous writer and director and star of and this, producer and producer of this amazing movie, like they've gone to see him speak, and so. I was I've heard of this film, and so we were around friends, a few drinks were being had. and I'm like, I keep hearing about this movie, The Room. Let's put it on. It's free on YouTube. Let's let's just watch it. And it was my wife, our friend Zach, and Matt. And I was the only one who thought it was amazing. <laughs> like, they made me apologize at the end of the night, which I totally get. But, like, you didn't um... apologize when you left my house last no, night. No. <laughs> what, what was so funny was Erin and I were walking back to the car, and she was like, okay, that's actually really amazing the second time around. It's just like, it truly is.
0: You, you have to go at it with the idea of understanding what it is. Yeah. Right? And when you go at it with that type of attitude, this movie just comes together in almost sheer perfection. Yeah, <laughs> and in 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 so many bad ways. Mm-hmm. And so the, let's read the back of the DVD. The back. Of the I want to go to the back of the DVD, and then I we're, and then the. Then we'll talk about it. I'm re- excited.
1: So I actually want to describe the entire cover. So the <laughs> oh, the cover is a close-up photo of Tommy Wiseau looking drunk.
2: Is it Wiseau or Wiseau? Or... Wiseau. 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 Oh. It would really
1: help if I knew where in Europe he was from and oh, I could yeah. work out the pronunciation. Right. And so the tagline is, Can you really trust anyone? And then in quotes as if it's a review, experience this quirky new black comedy, It's a Riot, with no accrediting... And two thousand copyright 2005 to 2016 Rizzo Films All Rights Reserved. So is this out of copyright? Did he only have that until 2016, apparently.
0: Apparently, or I don't think it's out of copyright. I, but, I you know, funny you say that. Because this movie was not originally done as a black comedy. No, this was originally made to be a serious film. This was his masterpiece. This, this
1: was this was his Tennessee Williams moment. <laughs> oh God. And so, and so, like uh, the, the 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 plot description is: the room is an electrifying, electrifying black comedy about love, passion, betrayal, and lies. Is what happens in real life. How. <sighs> You could be with your loving woman and then all of a sudden, BOOM! And BOOM is literally spelled out in capital letters. (laughs) I think I just blew out Tyler's (laughs) eardrum. She's in bed with your best friend or a family member. It
2: happens all the time. It happens all the time. time. This is real life.
1: The, The room depicts the depths of friendships and relationships in one's life and realizes life's real. And most asked question, can you ever really trust anyone? Are you ready to see reflections of your life? What does that say about the plot of the movie? Nothing.
0: Nothing. Absolutely bugger all. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, we, we were watching it last mm. night, and I, we were like just goofing around watching it, because this movie, we were trying to summarize the plot of the movie. There is no plot. And we couldn't do it, so we're going to see... If you can summarize the plot.
0: No, I can summarize the plot All right, quite go easily. It. Go for it. There are you... three types of women.
1: There are three types of women. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not even... The, the real plot of the
0: movie is that Tommy Wiseau, right? Mm-hmm. Tommy plays Tommy in the movie, is a banker, and he is in love with a woman named Lisa who plots and stabs him in the back to drive him insane until he ultimately offs himself at the end of the movie. That is literally the plot of the movie.
1: And don't we think that plot of the movie could have been done in 25 minutes?
0: Uh, no, because the first 30 minutes of this movie is some of the hottest sex scenes we will ever experience in our lives. (laughs) Also, it takes, it takes them like
2: three to four weeks to plan a birthday party. Yeah. Which somehow keeps moving. (laughs) So,
1: (laughs) so, uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's so much to unpack in this movie, and like, and yet nothing, and nothing, like, and like we we've, we've done movies on the show before where like there isn't let's, too much of a plot, but there's the, a lot of vignettes.
2: Let's say the plot is a little thin.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like when we when we did Apocalypse Now, like that there's, <coughs> there's no plot to Apocalypse Now. It's just a series of very it's, harrowing vignettes, which it's six guys that are friends going down a river in a boat. Yeah, yeah. that that's it. Yeah this has less plot
0: yeah (laughs) it does have less plot
1: yeah so i mean we we gotta talk about the i don't know how we want to approach it do we want to approach like i think we have to just go through like scenes
2: yes because we we
0: can't end the production we should start yes we should start from the beginning and talk about each individual scene (laughs) as they come because they they are just kind of individual scenes imagine if sketch comedy kind of loosely fit together it's almost (laughs) like that right and the
1: charles groden episode of snl yeah sure yeah, let's yeah, go with let's it let's go with that right
0: <laughs> and so the idea is uh, <coughs> the movie in itself and one of the cool things is tyler saw this movie yesterday for the oh, first, time. first time so jealous yeah. <laughs> and then he gets to sit down and talk and, to us and about probably it probably the last time oh <laughs> Au my friend I watched it three times in a row. My first time. Wow. <laughs> we're, we're putting
1: it on the backyard movie. Oh stand. no.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna like show up for
1: some other movie,
2: and then Andrew's gonna like lock the doors, yeah. know, and all of a sudden he's gonna yell like, oh, psych and then the <laughs> room gonna is gonna be gonna like turn
1: Oh, I'm really excited to watch the sandler Oh, oh he did buy oh, the DVD. Son of a. Bitch. <laughs> he did buy the DVD. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So the the opening scene. uh Tyler, I'm gonna hand over to you. I don't even remember which one is the opening scene. Oh, I've got it. Yeah, oh, go for yeah,
0: it. The opening, it's... the opening scene is, is the red dress scene. The oh, red yes. dress scene. Yeah. So, so first of all, the opening is wide shots of San Francisco. <laughs> just random, like random, random city cityscape. cityscapes of San Francisco, and like not out of even
2: focus. out of focus, and not even like. like um, in in a row of a day like it's it's like a night shot and then a day shot yeah and then like an evening shot and then a morning shot and then a day shot and then a night shot and then a night shot a day shot it's like what what are you doing what what, when is this
0: (laughs) with very kind of like monotone kind of like i i would say early Late seventies, early eighties, monotone. Early 90s. saturated. Yeah, yes. yeah, and the yeah. image is
1: saturated as yeah, well.
2: Very yeah, very saturated. And it's like most of the shots are of nothing. Like yeah. you know, like sometimes when they somehow open, somehow up... everything. <laughs> <laughs> most of the time, when movies open up on a city, like they they're shooting on like landmarks and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he went the other direction. He said, "You know what? I'm going to take shots of cities that have no landmarks in them." <laughs> and that's kind of his like skyline is just, you know, the Golden Gate Bridge. There's um the um is it the art museum or the national yeah yeah art yeah museum yeah or something the something national like art museum there, yeah those those make their appearances but the majority of those cityscape shots are just like the random, random skyline yeah. that avoids the Transamerica Re- building
0: really or. likes the really likes the trolley though
3: There's a, yes yeah. he he loves lots the trolley of, lots of and of the full the house area and,
0: and
1: my my theory is is because those are probably areas where they're not really looking to see if you got a film permit. Mm-hmm. And that's why you chose that. And then, yeah, we noticed the full house house like three or four times throughout uh, the, the show, and, and I started the, uh, singing the theme song.
2: And the shout-out in front of the Disney store. Yes,
1: yeah, the Disney store. <laughs> Disney curiously <laughs> obscured. <laughs>
0: I didn't catch that. That was a good catch. Oh, yeah, we were making fun of it a lot. So so it, it, it moves into that, to a scene where he walks in from work and imagine if allegedly met, we allegedly, don't even know where he came from. Yeah, to be honest. But, but let's just let's just assume you don't know what Tommy Wiseau looks like. <laughs> and and imagine if Dracula walks in the door <laughs> with like long dark hair down to his waist, kind of like skinny, skeletal, pale. almost mm-hmm. look pale and and in a kind <clears throat> of very craggy face with a very thick thick Eastern European yeah. accent. And it already feels out of place. Like it, it immediately feels out of he place. He
1: looks like the lead singer of a failed. Black metal band that has had to get a job. And so he comes in wearing a suit that is way too big for him and hadn't been fashionable since 1993. Keeping in mind this was filmed in 2003. Uh, Every time
2: you see this movie, you're like, oh, this is the early 90s. Nope, it's late 2000s.
1: (laughs) And yeah, and he comes in, and there's Lisa who. Is his very blonde, very attractive girlfriend, and he gives her a red dress. Who's and just been hanging out on the couch? Just been hanging out on the couch in, because... in the room.
0: And whoa, well, let's talk about the scene of the room as well. Yeah, because it is, it this scene it, it takes place. Most of the movie takes place in this room, mm-hmm. most of it, and it has like. It, it, it's there's no furniture that isn't covered with like sheets
2: like, it reminds me of my grandmother's house from like the early 90s where they have like sheets over to protect well, like the plastic coverings almost except instead of plastic there
1: are sheets but you're glad because later on in the movie two people just come in and start randomly just having, having sex se- on the <laughs> <release>. <laughs> it's like oh yeah that's so and so that's
2: fine they come over here to study quote unquote all the time as yes. she sprays oh. down the couch. Oh. <laughs> well, so
0: then, we're just okay with that. <laughs> yeah, so we get the red dress scene mm-hmm. where he gives her this gift and she pulls it out and it's a a, a very beautiful red dress. Mm-hmm. And immediately she's like, I want to go take a nap. But in the interim term of that, with a <laughs> wink wink, <laughs> and in the interim comes Denny.
1: What the fuck is Denny? Well, they And uh, not do... Danny.
0: Not Danny. Den- Denny. Denny with an E. Yes. And Denny walks in and immediately has this weird it's it's like a weird like i have a crush on both of you kind of vibe Mm -hmm. and you don't really know how he fits in and she's like well we're gonna go up and take a nap she's holding this this scantily red dress and he's like well i want to take a nap with you and this immediately feels very porno it's very icky yeah Yeah. very (laughs) icky but not like not like Cool porno icky. Yeah. This is like icky icky. Yeah, icky. yeah. Because
2: yeah. also we should mention that Denny is like, looks like he's 16 years old.
1: He's yeah. and he's supposed to be between somewhere between 16 and 19. Yeah, he, somewhere. He's in a, apparently he's in college. college he's
2: somehow. in college. Yeah. So he's at least
1: 18, but he looks but, like he's 16. But like, <laughs> but, so yeah, you got this creepy 16 year old kid. I'm just gonna call it. He's 16, and so. Johnny and Lisa, because Johnny is a good Ameri- all-American boy with a thick Eastern European accent <laughs> from New Orleans, and <laughs> they go upstairs, and they start, you know, having a pillow fight and flirting, and then Denny just comes up and joins them. And sneaks, like, up. Sneaks, sneaks up, sneaks up, and then they're like, "Hey, Denny, come on, what are you doing?" I like, say, "I like to watch," and I'm like, oh my God. "What?" And so yeah, you are thinking it's gonna become a porno. Two is a party, three's a crowd. Yeah. And,
0: and mind you, this is the first five minutes yeah. of this movie. First
1: five minutes, yeah. And so far we know nothing. There's no plot. No plot.
0: They're not setting anything up. And at this point, like <laughs> this movie they?
1: could have just gone straight into porno territory because um Johnny and Lisa, Denny leaves, Johnny and Lisa start, you know, making love
2: with roses and it's roses a oh, red no, sorry. dress sorry a
1: single rose a single rose and a red dress very gratuitous yes in that you see her in a state of undress and then you see him completely undressed and there's many shots of his ass <laughs> and it looks like he's trying to uh, make love to her belly
0: button yeah or or really her hip yeah yeah, yeah maybe yeah. her hip yeah, because she's kind of on this weird side angle, and he's like kind of humping her hip. Yeah, and 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 it's like once again, this is like Dracula Skeletor, <laughs> right, humping away here, and 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 she's and, and and I will say we probably see one of her breasts, mm-hmm. I would say twenty or thirty times through this movie. Yes, and too and many times, too many times, too many times. It's <laughs> just exploitative. <laughs> it, but she they they literally in this whole scene we are now ten minutes into the movie and all we have seen is red dress weird creepy boy trying to hook up with them and, <laughs> and then a five, a, minute, a, a sex five minute sex scene and then they wake up the next day and they're covered in roses and haggard and his alarm clock's going off yeah. and he rolls over and they've got rose petals on their back and I'm like man I have felt that way <laughs> <laughs> If
1: we have a sea culture with a rose, run. Run, (laughs) run, run. I have felt that way. And there
0: was a lot of drinking involved the night before. And there was no drinking involved in this night before. So No. No. And like... Sometimes when the passion hits, you know, you lose all sense of self. I I really, truly believe that Tommy (sighs) thinks that this was a beautiful movie depicted... Depicting beautiful lovemaking. I really okay. think. Well, he well
1: that. and here's the interesting thing about all the lovemaking scenes in this film. Uh, especially between her and, and Tommy mm-hmm. is that it was all the same scene and it you, picked, a, up, yes, you yes, picked up on that. Yes. It's all the same scene and he used all of the footage just at different points in the film. Yes, yes. And it's like not
2: even like different cuts of the same camera angle. It's it or sorry, different cuts of the same scene. It's literally, literally the same, the same, shot. same shots yeah. every yes. time.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and it's like they just pieced it together I'm like now we're gonna make love back to the time we got her to take her shirt off Well, (laughs) and
3: and the crazy
1: thing is is that this movie is one hour and 39 minutes the amount of love making scenes in this movie sex scenes is 10 minutes it makes up 10% of the film
0: I, I think you're off. I think it's a good 20 to 25 minutes. I, I read I, it sure on IMDb. It. Uh, I'm sure you timed it. Oh, yeah. But, I just sit there again. <laughs> but by the time we were through the third sex <laughs> scene... I was wondering you were doing over there. <laughs> time, I, like, I, last like night, that. I did do a time check because I was like, now we're into the third sex scene, and I looked, and we're only 20 minutes into the movie. So... Right? so well, you don't have nothing wh- to say. <laughs>
1: what happens between the first and second sex scene, then?
0: Well, between the first and the second sex scene <laughs> is that we have... The flower scene. It's the flower oh, scene. The, yes. Flower yes. the flower shop flower scene. The flower shop scene, right? And because there was two scenes between, right? The first scene was her with her mother. Oh, yes. And this Who is the comes
2: pe- over especially just to harass her. Yes.
0: Comes over and her mother is where Tommy tries to write in where Lisa gets her vindictiveness from, right? <laughs> that, is, that is the idea of what this character is supposed to be. Yeah. And first we see our first inconsistency, right? Is okay. in this scene... Because she's talking to her mother. Her mother's talking about her ex-husband. I've got to ask,
1: she... have we seen any consistency so far? There was no
0: plot <laughs> yet, right? There's still <laughs> no plot. But here's the first inconsistency because there are, you'll find through this movie there are decisions that are made and, and, and they say them and then they never come up again. Yeah. And this is the first of those. And she's talking to her mother. They're having coffee. And her mother is complaining about her husband, her ex-husband, and how he hasn't given her enough because she the idea is that you have to realize Tommy writes about women as if they are essentially only there for one thing and materialistic and that is his view of women. And you have there's to realize three types of women. There's there's, types of women yes. We learn that later on in the movie. Yes. yes, he does tell he does talk about that in the movie, but it is really almost as if the most misogynistic male wrote his portrayal <laughs> of what women were like and was allowed to make a movie and only women fall into those it's things. like it's like unhealthy it is unhealthy oh, it's well, so unhealthy. we
1: were watching and i was like Wow, this makes the Bond movies look like feminist critique. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> totally. I mean, it because, it, and I, I want to jump to the three types of women, but there's a literal line where he's talking to one of his friends who just pops up out of nowhere, and, say, and the friend's like, well, Oh, hey, three, Mark. Hey, Mark. There's three types of women. There's too smart, too dumb, and evil. And <laughs> you're like, well, what? Can, they, can they be a combo? <laughs> no, no,
3: nope, no, nope, no, 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 nope. no, no. It's one of the three. three. types of women. And
1: yeah. so we're just sitting there watching. And you were like, just like, this is the most misogynistic thing I have ever, ever seen. Ever In seen, every, And I've convers- seen every Bond movie. <laughs> <laughs> and every
0: conversation he has with a man is misogynistic. Oh, oh yeah. my God, it's, it's, right, it's so great. It, 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 it is... Donald Trump locker talk. <laughs> every time he has a conversation with a man,
1: I'm sorry. I would like to give Tommy Wiseau slash Johnny more credit. Than that. <laughs> you yeah, get was... what I'm saying. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so he's talking. She's talking to her. She's going down the conversation of how she's out to get her man because she's evil, mm-hmm. right? Of the three stereotypes, and then from there, out of nowhere. Well, you know, I just came back from the doctor and I have breast cancer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it's never referenced again. And it, doesn't
2: Lisa, it, Lisa's like, well, I hope you feel better. And then yeah, just like moves the, on. Moves on. <laughs> yeah, the conversation moves on.
1: Yeah. Well, because the thing I want to point out about this scene, because like I, we were just watching last night, I was like, does this man just need constant affirmation? So while mm-hmm. he's painting the mother as this vindictive evil witch, all she has to say about Johnny is nice things. So Positive. Lisa is explaining yeah. to her mom, I don't love him anymore. Uh, and like, there's a whole like, whole bullshit of reasons. But essentially, I don't love this man. I don't want to be with him anymore. She's like, but he can provide for you. He gives you all the money. He gives you all the money. He, he keeps you by safe. By like, you can't look after yourself. Johnny's wonderful. How dare you say this about Johnny? Johnny's great. Just haranguing her daughter about how wonderful Johnny is. And it's like, well, you get with him then. But then for how oh, wonderful... They, oh, they will. Oh, they will. But for how wonderful <laughs> Johnny is, the very next shot is him parking illegally outside of a
0: fire outside of a flower shop. So... In front of
2: a fire hydrant. In front of a
0: fire hydrant. <laughs> and, and with no sound that actually matches their lips. <laughs> it is, it, they, so they went in and they shot the scene in the flower shop. Mm-hmm. Didn't have any audio... And then overdubbed it later. That is what had to have happened yeah, here.
1: Yeah, it's crazy because literally he walks in the and woman goes,
2: who, who are you? Or something like
1: no, that. No, like he's like, oh, a dozen roses. She's like, okay. And then he takes off his glasses. Oh, Johnny, I didn't recognize you. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's me. Good dog. Nice doggy. Pets a dog. And then walks out. And as he's walking out, you're my favorite his, customer. You're my favorite customer. You're, <laughs> my, favorite, <laughs> you're, you're my favorite customer.
0: <laughs> Back to the affirmations, right? Yeah, yeah, always painting Johnny as the good guy. Always, always, even though everything he says about women is completely misogynistic, Johnny is always painted out to be the good guy. Oh my god, it's it's amazing.
2: <laughs> well, and so then, so then he gets back from the flower shop, and is that the scene where Lisa gets him drunk? It
0: is because yeah. he didn't get his promotion because the oh, mother yeah. was throwing out the. He's going to get a promotion and he's going to buy you a house. And then he doesn't get his promotion at work. He buys the flowers to kind of lessen the blow that he doesn't get the promotion. She gets in drunk. They make love. Yeah.
1: Now, here's the question, because as we mentioned in the previous lovemaking scene, there were roses like so my assumption is those roses were intended for this lovemaking scene. And he just recut the movie because he wanted more like shots of his ass in the film.
0: Exactly. Yeah, I am going to agree with you oh, 100%. Right <clears throat> so, and then we have, uh, you know, then we, we get, so basically from there, she has cancer. Um, he got drunk and hit me is the next conversation after the lovemaking yep, scene. Yep,
1: yep. She tells her mother that he hit her.
0: Yep. And so the next day, she her mother comes back. She's talking to her mother and she has this conversation about how. Wait,
1: Johnny doesn't drink.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wait, Johnny doesn't drink. Well, he did last night. And, and he, then hit, he hit me. Hit me. Yep.
1: <laughs> well, and so then you get, like, the very famous scene of him going up to the roof. And he's like, this is bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, oh hi, hi, Mark. Mark. <laughs> <laughs> and I do want to talk about the Ohis and the oh highs, But <laughs> when did he find out? that, that was a he robot. had <laughs> supposedly hit her huh.
0: this was never done right? yeah he yeah. just comes up out of nowhere because she tells her mother he never shows him finding out and all of a sudden he knows that he's been accused of hitting her while he was drunk i just saw it johnny and the mother yeah getting together having a, co- a so, coffee quote
1: unquote last <laughs> night we were watching the dvd uh oh, like we got home from yours watching the dvd and we decided to watch the disaster artist and cocktails were had. So we're like, okay, now we've got to watch everything on the DVD. So there's deleted scenes. And I was like, okay, maybe, <laughs> just maybe, there are deleted scenes that fill in these plot holes. No. nope. They the deleted scene is literally the drug dealer scene shot in a different location.
3: Oh.
0: Instead of with the green screen. <laughs> Instead of with in the green screen, it's
1: shot in the alley where they played football. football like football. And so it's just like... So at what point did he find out that everyone's saying this about him?
0: Nowhere. We, Nowhere. we have, we have no, no
3: idea.
1: No, no clue. I, I... For our listeners who are like, wow, they're already jumping around the plot. No, we're not. No, we're not. Um, <laughs> there is actually an important scene that we need to talk about, and that's Lisa calling Mark.
0: Oh, yes, yes, yes yes. And
1: so she calls Mark, who is Johnny's best friend Played by Greg Sesteros And we
0: don't know this yet
1: We don't know this yet And he cuts to him in his car I'm busy Hi, I'm busy, what's up? Oh, I really love you. I'll be there in five. <laughs> I'm really busy. And and the way it's shot and the way he's talking. It looks like he's getting a blowjob.
2: Thank you for using that. <laughs>
1: I was going to go with
2: the nope, more No, I'm just going to cut to the point. Yeah, I was going to say. We
0: could say fellatio. Receiving but... pleasure yeah. orally. No, it
2: looks like it's like a weird cut of his only, his torso up. Yeah. And you're like, is there someone else and he, in the And he's got his you? head
1: like rolled back. <laughs> and, and, and he's, he's beard, got sunglasses on. Yeah.
0: Bearded Mark bearded mark, bearded yeah.
1: mark that's very important <laughs> and so then he goes around to lisa where they make love on the stairs
2: but i think it's important also this goes back to like Tony's or tommy or whatever his name is like misogyny because that whole scene is lisa's fault like he like sets oh, it yeah. up yeah. to like look like it's lisa's fault forcing mark into having sex with him
1: at no point or her. at no point is any man blamed for their infidelity or indiscretion. No, yeah. no, no,
0: no, no. It is always it's driven. Always from the, the woman's fault. Yeah. So so we have the scene and there's some some huge issues I have in the scene. First of all, <laughs> red wine in a champagne glass. Yep. No, that's that a, is that's a sacrilege. Issue. Sacrilege. And when she does it, I actually sent you guys a message on Twitter. <laughs> I was like, red she? wine in a champagne glass? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Just just drink it out of the bottle. I know, at that point. Like a reasonable human
0: being. And so she pours in red wine. I got the test back,
3: And
0: and then she sits down with him and and basically does a strip tease for him. Mm -hmm. And then forces herself upon him as he tries to deny her her first or second um, advance on him.
1: And even his, like, trying to deny her is like... No, I shouldn't. It's like the obligatory, like dance when you're on a date and mm-hmm. you both go for the bill you know yeah, yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like
0: yeah. oh no I should okay fine and yeah, then you, you, win. you And then we have actually there's the third sex scene right there on the stairs <laughs> I've got to point out something that Tyler's wife said last night oh, <laughs> so, a sex
1: scene is happening and she just goes ugh that is so uncomfortable <laughs> 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 and I just remember looking at her going can I go on nope. no <laughs> I can cut that if you want. Like
3: <laughs> you <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to cut it. You're good. That's fine. I just thought I'd check that with you. No, that's fine.
0: <laughs> but yeah, the, yeah. So there's that scene alone is so, and it's 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 a weird, creepy sex scene that yeah. is all. It, it is it is not. It doesn't look comfortable either. Yeah. And <laughs> and then in the end, we then cut. To the roof scene. Well, also... Oh.
2: You also... Like, it's also uncomfortable in the sense that... We've just spent the last ten minutes learning that Mark is his uh, his best friend. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just over and over again, it's pounding your head, and it's like, oh, they're having sex then.
1: Okay. Well, well you know, and that's like... Happening. And well, and the thing is that we kind of touched on it last night. Like, we realized some of the movies we've watched for this show, like, the 80s action movies always have these gratuitous sex scenes yes Mm -hmm. like Terminator and Highlander are the two that obviously come to mind and they're just like or any Bond movies or any Bond well no but like those two in particular like they're just gratuitous yeah it's like over the it's over the top and it's like but Mm. they had the decency to only have the one yes and this one's like yeah, we'll just keep going. <laughs>
0: yes, yes. We are now on number three. Right? We're now on number
1: three. We're twenty-five minutes in. Yes, we've now twenty-five had a minutes third in.
0: Massive sex scene. Yes, yeah. we've got an hour and fourteen left. <laughs> <laughs> the good news is, again, after fra- about thirty minutes in, there are still sex scenes, but far fewer one far after fewer, another. Yep. After about thirty minutes, again, yep.
2: I dare you to tell me it's not a softcore porn that's right out of money. <laughs> <laughs> Not taking that death. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then we get into the roof scene, where we do the "I did not hit her, I did not hit her, I did not." Did oh, not. My, oh I hi, did Mark. Not. oh this, hi Mark. And oh hi Mark. This is a scene where we also first see the football.
1: Yes, the infamous <laughs> football.
0: Yes, the football shows up throughout the movie. I'm gonna call out every time the football gets pulled out. By the way. Yeah. And and first of all, imagine. These are all filmed. The roof itself is always the same setup. Yep. It's, it's a little shed that they walk in and out of and it is on a, 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 in, a, in a stage with a green screen backdrop. Yep. So here's the thing. And if you've seen The Disaster Artist, they really bring this up in The Disaster Artist where they talk about how they were in San Francisco filming this movie. They could have just done a lot of these scenes outside in the city. <laughs> yep. And he was like, no, we're making a movie. We're going to do it on a green screen.
1: <laughs> it's a real Hollywood movie. It's a real Hollywood movie. It's a real American movie.
0: <laughs> and so a scene that did not need to be filmed on a green screen. is is filmed on the green screen. the background changes. Yeah, I was
2: going to say, the the green screen changes. Yes, it does. The the shots of... I guess it's the same background footage, but, like, the angle of the shot is different. Different. Because some shots you can only see out to the hill of whatever's behind the apartment
0: roof. Mm -hmm. And then
2: other ones you're, like, looking down into... What looks like a shipping (laughs) container-like
0: lot. I'm going to go with when uh, he was in the editing room and they had an editor. I am sure Tommy Wasau was there with a gun to his head going, No! Do not change that any differently than that. (laughs) (laughs) Because no editor in their right mind would have let a lot of this stuff well go. and so it's like the simplest fix
1: too i mean it's my, my favorite thing about the editing of this movie was apparently and again read a lot of this on imdb just to give credit where credits to you, but like apparently the editor went to him as i like, look i was editing like another sex scene last night <laughs> and the shots of your ass scared my wife can we use less of them and he was like no
2: in fact for that comment put in two more put in two more <laughs> That's why we got him walking to the door. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then, uh, in this show, we we have the football, and then we have the basically after this scene, they, they have a conversation about women, women, and a very respectful, a very conversation? respectful conversation. This is, this about is the women. one where
2: the three types of women come. Three out. Types,
0: oh, yep. Because this is the
1: one where... This isn't the one where uh, Mark is talking about, oh, yeah, this girl was carrying on with 12 guys. And no, one no, of them. No, that's, okay, that's, that's, later. Sort of right. Right. that's later. That's later. Okay. That's later.
0: But this one is where he's like, well, I kind of met this gruel, but it's not really... I, I'm not, it's not working uh, yeah, yeah, out, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. This is where he's still trying to, like, not have it happen again in mm-hmm. his mind, right? And then... But that damn tramp. Yes. Tramp. <laughs> <laughs> and then we go right to the weird... Couple studying in the in the yeah. In the what room. the fuck is this yeah. scene?
1: I do not understand this
0: scene. So, so this, this couple with come in with the
1: chocolates. Yes. This couple come in. They're like eating chocolate truffles off of one another, nearly like, choking. Like big chocolate truffles. And now I will I will say this from my understanding of adult movies, from what I've heard. Uh huh. The way the guy acts in these scenes, I'm like all right, this might actually be an adult movie. Like, that's yeah. his level of acting. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We did forget one scene before that, oh, though. God. I,
1: is it an important scene? It is. Is there
3: not such a that, thing it's in It's not that room. important.
0: It, we forget the scene where she answers the door and it's Denny. Oh, yeah. And he asks to kiss her. Yeah. Um, oh, Yeah. <laughs> And that was the whole scene. That was the scene. Well, will you
2: tell uh, Johnny that I came around and then he left? And then he's like,
1: "No, okay." But let's let's give it up to Denny to give credit where credit's due. At least he asked. At least At he did true. ask.
0: He goes, "Can I kiss you?"
1: No. And she's like, "Go away, you brat."
0: <laughs> what is this dialogue? <laughs> I forgot about that. And then we get into the we do the, not get her scene. And then the random couple. Yep. And I, I'm like, so the thing is is at first i'm like is this his idea of comic relief because remember this is supposed to be a serious movie yeah is the scene with the couple with the chocolates comic relief because then the mother comes in and then he has to run back and grab his underwear yeah because they get caught yeah and it's just awkward the whole thing is it's
2: it's so weird like Lisa, like, tries to explain it off. It's, oh, it's our two friends that just come around to, like, quote-unquote study, even though we all know that they're having sex on our couch. Yeah. Like, and that's supposed to be, like, a natural thing. Well,
1: and there's a really weird acting choice by the mother in this scene. Yes. <laughs> because she seems really angry and, like, disgusted that this this room of the wonderful Johnny is being used for such perversions. <laughs> and, like, really judgy, right? <laughs> And then like he comes in, gets his underwear and it's like, Oh no, my underwear. And then she and, and Lisa this is like start laughing. start laughing like <laughs> oh. And then later on in the movie she's like, Oh, there are those perverts. I couldn't tell <laughs> I, couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't tell in that scene if
2: the if the mother wanted like wanted to laugh or it just like happened. Yeah. And then and then the the editor was like, I can't. Yeah, I we're not. We'll just leave that in there.
0: And then we get into the scene where we get into the Denny with drug scene. Well, and we, this was. Well, oh. hold
2: on. We should talk about the fact that he goes in and gets the underwear and then like. Oh yeah, you're right. And Johnny like tries to use or he uses this as a scene in order to try to fr- like show that Mark is in like being is the love partner of Lisa yes. because then they're in the alley playing football oh, God. and I don't even remember what uh study buddy's name was Mike but it, Mike thank you Mike says I left my underwear in there and then all of a sudden Mark like punches like throws him into a bunch of garbage cans yeah and like stands him up and like walks him away and like I think I think that that was supposed to be his. Like, it's supposed to be more clear that that's his underwear, but it's not really brought up. Well, then... the
0: other, but the other part with that that weird football scene, because that actually hasn't happened yet, yeah. is that you didn't notice that every time they played football without somebody that was in the core group, that person falls down and gets hurt. Yeah, <laughs> I did
2: not notice that, but that's
0: hilarious. I mean, now you mention
1: it. <laughs> now that you mention it, I, yeah. I totally see it. When when I watch this movie later, I am pointing that out to Aaron. <laughs> but,
2: uh, <laughs> I, I jumped ahead because like that's. I th- I feel like that's the reason why they put that weird study buddy scene into that in there, so that he could find Mark's underwear, and then it just is not yeah. developed
0: well. Well, that's what I thought is he was gonna say. I grabbed the underwear, and he.
2: And I realized I was still wearing but, it. But he
0: didn't. He didn't even say that really. did yeah. well, He
2: didn't even take off his underwear either. Yeah. Like in the in the study buddy scene, like he only got his shirt off. Yes.
1: Right? Yeah.
0: yeah. Only got his shirt off.
1: I yeah. It's so... it's
0: all weird <laughs> again.
1: It's... The listener might think if they've not seen this movie that we are jumping around.
0: We We're not. not. We're
1: not really around. jumping around. <laughs> We're not jumping around. And if you're around. thinking, well, yeah, but what, what's the plot progression? We
0: already told you. We've We're already told you. Told you. Right. There is none. <laughs> there is none. And then we get into the Denny's on drugs scene. Oh, And this my. was my first scene ever with The Room. Yeah. So it's a whole... It holds a, a, it, a great place in my heart. It, it became, became my, favorite night, scene. my favorite scene. This is probably my favorite <laughs> <Yeah>. scene, too. <laughs> and we have... What's his name? R. Sean R. Chris R. Chris, Chris, Chris R. Chris R. And Chris R. comes in, and like <laughs> Denny's just standing on the roof. Once again, we're like back on the roof, anticipating with the green something. And,
1: and you can tell this dude's a bad dude because he's wearing a, a white vest and a beanie. And a beanie, <laughs> exactly. In
0: summer, in the summer, in, in well, in San Francisco. San Francisco the, it can be true. a little windy. This no, is no. True. This hey, is hey, true. hey! Keep you know what? Warm. There is no winter colder than summer in San Francisco, mm. according to Mark Twain well there you go yeah so thank you mark th- totally okay thank, thank
1: you for raising the culture on this podcast <laughs> for one second because it's about to go right back okay. down. then we
0: get into denny where's my money i'll have it for you in five minutes, <laughs> five minutes. where is my money denny <laughs> We'll have it, just give me some time to get you the money. And then he busts out a beautiful, shiny silver gun and puts it to his head.
1: Holding it sideways. Sideways. That, that's, kill a kill shot. Shot. Kill that's a kill shot.
0: shot. <laughs> right to his head. And he's like, where's my money, Denny? And he's crying. And then to the rescue, Lisa and Johnny come running in. And Lisa's and, mom. And Lisa's mom. <laughs>
1: and Mark. And, and, Mar, and Mark. They
0: all just come running in. And they like rip this guy off of him with a gun to his head
2: to his head and with a finger at on the Point trigger Lake with his
0: finger <laughs> under the trigger the guy doesn't pull the trigger and they just walk him out <laughs> like, not, like not down the stairs
2: either like, like off to the side of the scene yeah they yes. just
0: walk him out and they no they they do walk him into the like the shed thing yeah, yeah. Okay. and then at that time it's Mark and Johnny take him down into the shed and then we have Mom and the and Lisa I just With realized
1: the- why this scene's important. I'm sorry to interrupt. Oh, but let's hear it. The ending. Yes. That's where Mark gets the Oh I didn't realize that's where Johnny gets the gun. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Alright. Tommy Wiseau, I'm giving you this scene. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so So sorry, sorry, so- sorry to interrupt,
1: but like that that just suddenly popped into my head.
0: So he co- he goes into the shed and he disappears. And then, all of a sudden, there's the, what are you using? What do you owe money for? And this yeah, is... I, borrowed, I bought some drugs. I bought some drugs. What kind of drugs, Denny? You're my fucking
3: drugs? mother.
1: <laughs> what kind of drugs, Denny? What? <laughs> what kind of money? American. <laughs> <laughs>
2: what drugs do you
1: have, Denny? I mean, tell me why Zone might need euros. None of us have fucking children. <laughs>
2: why are you
0: using drugs you're not my fucking he's a- mother
3: he's a bad man and then, and
1: then Lisa very gently places his head on her bosom to yeah. comfort him and it's like the greatest moment of his life yeah. and then that's the end of the scene that, that's the end of the scene but we suddenly established cause spoiler Johnny shoots himself that's where the gun comes in so alright Tommy, me scene you got one point for that
0: scene <laughs> but it is probably one of my favorite scenes because for not only is this probably the least monotone acting in the entire <laughs> yes. sh- in the entire <laughs> show yeah yep. right but even then it is done so poorly so poorly it's just
2: all over the place it's all
0: over the place it's uncomfortable yeah it's, it's all uncomfortable and we never figure out what kind of drugs that he's doing, and it never comes up again. Or what kind of money. Or what kind of money, <laughs> or how much he owes him. Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> Chris R., we never see him. We he, never see Chris I, R. I, I was expecting to get invited to the birthday party. Yeah. None of it. He
1: goes, you guys well, you know, portrayed he... by Zach Efron in the disaster artist.
0: <laughs> Who knows?
2: Who knows? Lisa, Lisa only invited Johnny's friends to the birthday party. I mean, it's true. I don't know if Chris R. That is so Johnny's smart friend. of you, babe. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and then we get in from there (laughs) and uh I just needed some money to pay some stuff off what kind of money so
1: you bought drugs but then you needed the money to pay some stuff off (laughs) hadn't you already paid for the drugs or were you selling the
2: drugs You probably he was probably taking a loan out to you, to sell the drugs.
1: Wasn't the first taste free?
2: I don't know. Anyway. So
0: so here's the first inconsistency, right? Because we're now oh, in the girlfriend. <laughs> the chat. First? the you You've already some, said no, you've many, already many used inconsistencies. That phrase, Sorry, you're my right. friend. But here's another inconsistency because we're now. The next scene is the girlfriend chat. Her and her friend. Oh god! Right, and the and and it's the girlfriend chat where she says that Johnny hit Madeline. Her. Yes, and and she says that Johnny hit her. Yeah. Right, and so this is that scene that should have come probably before he comes busting up on the scene so when I did not hit her but because at least then you could connect them. well right? that,
1: and then a scene after that where she's hanging out with her boyfriend slash husband who cannot act going oh man you hear about Johnny apparently he hit Lisa yeah and that gets around the friends then you get the I did not hit her but what do I know I just studied cinema <laughs> at school
0: yes so, so we're, the timeline is so broken here and here's a place where it could have all been Put yeah. together with some correct editing mm-hmm. but once again i think that johnny was probably I'm sorry tommy was included in which is johnny and which would have been included in that and was like no we need the scene here yeah right because all it would have taken is just some swapping because none of these scenes really would need to up. be in any real order yeah just at least a little bit before another
1: if you had the ability and like a dvd player to put this movie on shuffle like you would a cd You would still (laughs) feel the same understanding (laughs) of this movie.
2: Unless the uh, suicide scene gets thrown randomly in there.
1: (laughs) Although, I will say, one thing we missed about the very beginning of this movie that I want to bring up. You know how movies these days have like 20 production logos? Well, (laughs) there are two production logos for the exact same company. And then the opening credit... (laughs) for Wiseau Films and then the opening like on the black screen credit is Wiseau Films so it's
0: technically three
2: yeah there's three <laughs> so, mentions of Wiseau Films yeah. before you even get to the opening credits and if
0: that isn't a forewarning for you <laughs> there you go and then we we get done with that and then we get into the next scene which is the argument oh the arguments. the argument where he actually starts to try to defend himself from saying he did not hit her yep right and so, and probably the most iconic line <laughs> in the entire film. It, it it's it's
1: iconic because it is mirroring an iconic performance by one <laughs> James Dean in um, Rebel Without a Cause. Re, no, well. is it Rebel? Yes, it is Rebel Without yeah. a Cause. Where he screams at his parents, you're tearing me apart. Which, if you haven't seen Rebel Without a Cause, great movie. Fantastic it is movie. one of the best movies you'll not, ever see. Not
2: the movie we're talking about right now. Not the
1: movie we're talking about. But <laughs> in, so in The Disaster Artist, it's shown that Greg, who plays Mark, otherwise known as Babyface, um, shows Tommy Wiseau this movie. And they, they obviously showed that iconic moment. And so I'm, I'm going to hand it back over to you guys because... Tommy really wants to have his James Dean moment. And he does. He does. He does.
0: And and here's the key. Does he? Oh, <laughs> he does. Because it's on every t-shirt if you go to ysoho.com.
1: Oh, oh, was... Everything's on sale right now, folks. 25% off. I was looking this morning. I was looking for a Christmas gift for Tyler. <laughs>
0: you know they sell the tie. Oh... No. <laughs> the tie. <laughs> So uh, he they first of all this uh, this argument is very very one sided in that she is like hysterical telling him what are you being this way and she's like get, and he's like actually generally in this argument pretty calm yeah. yeah. Right. He's like, "No, I did not hear you. We had a good time last night. Why are you getting on the edge? Why are you being so mean to me?" Like she's like, you know, going she's at him. Almost too evil. At too this evil point. at this point. She's just, you know, she's pushing a his buttons. A false kind of woman. Yes. No. Yeah. Because there's evil,
1: no. and now too evil.
0: <laughs> no, there's just evil. Once there's you become just, evil, you there's you're, no you're, more hierarchies. You're like you're Darth yeah, just, Vadering yeah. it. Okay, gotcha. So <laughs> she's she's pushing the buttons, right? And then he just drops into the, you're tearing me apart, Lisa! (laughs) 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 And he throws himself on on the the couch. And uh, (sighs) and, and it is, if you YouTube it, you're tearing me apart, Lisa, you will get a million hits on it. (laughs) It is a scene that everybody should see because of its sheer and utter ridiculousness.
1: Yeah, it, I mean, it, it is up there with the greatest lines of, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn, no, I am your father. It is that level of just wonderfulness.
0: It, only if you were looking at it if you wanted examples of the worst examples. Yes. How not to do How it. How not yes. to do things. Yes. It was so good.
1: <laughs> well, no, so, have you, do you know the famous scene from Trolls 2? Oh my god, they're eating him and now yeah. they're going to eat me. What Wait, what? You, Okay, so <laughs> what I, I have, have kids. So, oh, okay. so what I'm gonna do. I is... know, but
2: Andrew doesn't. That's why I'm like he loves Disney. Oh no, oh, no, 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 just, no, like, no, no,
1: no, 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 no! Not 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 trolls. The the infamous low budget horror movie, Trolls Two.
0: Mm. No, no troll
1: Two. Oh, is it Trolls troll 2. Troll Two? troll Two,
0: which is up there with the Room in one of the worst movies ever made.
2: Wait, is that on Netflix?
1: Probably, probably.
2: I think I might have seen that movie.
1: It's so, real bad. There's this line reading.
3: They're eating her. And then they're going to eat me! Oh my god!
0: You are lying! I never hit you! You are tearing me apart, Lisa! What
1: would you say is the better (laughs) line reading? (sighs) And I need... I
0: need reasons. I'm actually going to go with Troll 2 on this. Oh, wow. And the reason is, don't get me wrong, we are talking about The Room and this is probably one of the quintessential lines. <laughs> yeah. But but in Troll 2, it really is the line that makes that movie. Yeah. And whereas you go with The Room, there's... A million more lines. Good doggy. This movie. Yeah, good, good doggy. Good doggy. The, you're my favorite, you're my favorite customer. Oh hi, Mark. Yeah. Cheap, cheep, cheep cheep, cheep, cheep. We cheep, cheep. We haven't cheep, even talked about. Oh cheep. my god. <laughs> Which we haven't even got to yeah. the football. There's just so much in this one. Whereas Troll Two, like that, is the iconic line. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. So, that's fair. So that that's my thought on it. I, yep. I'd love to hear your other side of that.
1: You know, I would go with this line of "You'll tear me apart, Lisa," because I think in Troll Two. If you know the story of Troll Two, which there's a great documentary on it, like the filmmakers didn't speak English, so I think the kid was just getting really bad <laughs> direction, and he wasn't that good an actor. Whereas, <laughs> so he's just kind of like reading the lines, whereas Tommy right now is living the line. The amount of passion he puts into screaming <laughs> that, oh, it's just James Dean on his best day. Oh my God, please, God. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you don't watch a lot of James Dean movies, do you? There's so only there's three. No, there's, only, there's not a lot.
0: <laughs> well, guess what? For Tommy Wasso, there's only one. There's only- there can only be one. Uh,
1: so, yeah. So yeah. I, I would I would give it up to Tommy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'll, that, I'll take it. I'll yep. take it. But I, I will say, uh, you know, if we decide to do another show, we will do Troll 2. Well, I think we now need to do <laughs> Troll 2. Oh, my God. <laughs> or Jaws 3.
1: Ooh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> is that with the weekend at bernie's 2 and the boondock Saints 2 we do need to make a sequel
0: show <laughs> yeah because you know that uh, jaws 3 oh, oh.
2: all right so
0: t- the scene in the alley with the football oh, oh god
2: <laughs> so who's new to this is it mike is that who's new to the group? Yeah, so at he's that point? new to
0: the group at the point. He's the kid that grabbed his underwear. Yeah, right. This yep. is the scene in the alley with the underwear guy, mm-hmm. and it starts off in a conversation with him and Tommy, and he's telling the story about the underwear. And you think that he's going to tell a story that he found these underwear mm-hmm. and that he had them. They weren't his underwear. And that's not really what he says. No, <laughs> no.
1: He literally just recaps the scene that we as an audience have already seen, and he's
0: like, ah, "Ha ha ha ha! So funny! Ah, yeah. ha, 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 ha. You are doing it on my couch! Ha, 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 ha. Right? I'm not going to get a blacklight." <laughs> <I'm not>
3: gonna...
0: <laughs> well, the thing is, is at least with the room, you could just change the sheets. Yeah, this is true. This is true. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and then. We you get that, and then Denny shows up with the football oh, God. with Mark, and then they just start. And this is an alley that is also <clears throat> once a production studio alley. This is not even a real though there's alley.
1: a literal alley outside.
0: Yes, there's a little alley outside of the room that they could just shot. have shot this in. Yeah, they built an alley in the studio and shot there. And they're like, let's play football, and they go to play football. And the thing is, is that you can't because it's a single shot. They can't actually get far enough away to even make it look like they're throwing football. They're division. like doing like
2: Australian rules or like rugby throws where they're like spinning well, it on their side like throwing it underhand.
1: I'll tell you what the scene reminded me of, and I in a weird way, I don't mean it as a slam. It reminded me of early Kevin Smith. Because Kevin Smith, especially in Clerks, yeah. he never moves the camera because mm. they couldn't. And so like you always had this really weird blocking in like some of his films. And so when I was watching last night, I was like, Kevin Smith directed this. Yes. <laughs> he he it to be ironic kevin smith
0: yeah i i get that but at least kevin smith when he did have weird blocking he filled it up with decent dialogue yeah right yeah. whereas this is just like ridiculous dialogue a football scene that like why would you want to pay, play catch in this yeah and then they just like it's like imagine we, we are sitting in a room in andrew's basement right now <laughs> And it's got low ceilings. Mm-hmm. And it's got a table with a bunch of microphones around it with a with a board that we're recording this podcast on. And imagine if we were sitting around this table trying to throw a football to one another. Yep. Yep. That is what this scene would it's, feel it's like. It's
1: a very small Ikea table just Exa- to yes. really <laughs> yes. hammer the point home.
0: Yes. And so if we were, like, throwing that to each other, then you're, like, in the right setup for this scene. Because yep. it, it is that tight of a space. And they're throwing this. And then out of nowhere... Mark just kind of
2: shoves fucking Mike. To the sho- the yeah. <laughs> just- shoves
0: Mike through the garbage can and he lands on the ground and he's like, oh, are you hurt?
3: And then-
2: Mark's Mark's Von Miller and Mike is Cam Newton <laughs> in Super Bowl 50
0: <laughs> and just obliterates him. First Alex two Smith minutes into the Alex blows season. his knee out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Career ending leg break. <laughs>
1: for, for some of our listeners, we're referencing sport. Sport. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and so and then they and then that's the end of the scene right yeah. is yeah. he falls down just a, mark like escorts him away and that's it that's yeah. it <laughs> yeah and then uh then after the football scene we get uh um peter
2: oh this is oh, the like therapist God. that's not a therapist a but actually he's a psychologist wait no he's a therapist no wait, he's a psychologist Wait, are you paying me? No, I'm not paying. Wait, so, like what? Well, <laughs> so
0: this like... is a weird scene. You walk in and you have Tommy sitting by the, yeah. sorry, it's not Tommy, Johnny sitting by the, by the, uh, <laughs> by the fireplace, fireplace. With, with this guy who's kind of like wearing glasses in a full on suit. So you can small. And they're like having smile. whiskey together, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And
1: Even though Johnny doesn't drink. Yes. Very Johnny important. doesn't drink, but
0: they're drinking. Yep. And we don't know who this guy is. He's never been introduced. He's <laughs> just randomly sitting there with this guy. Yeah. And he t- starts to talk about how he thinks Lisa is cheating on him. We didn't talk about the scene where Tommy's sitting under the stairs and hears, his, hears Lisa say to her mother that she hasn't been faithful and he overhears them. And then he goes and puts the tape in the recording. Oh, yeah.
1: He, he basically wiretaps the house with like a cassette, cassette tape.
0: tape.
2: That probably only has an hour and a half of... Yeah, films uh, or keep in
1: mind it's a phone tap. 2003, but you know, and, and,
0: and it's a, it's a cassette tape phone tap, and she still has a wired landline. Yep. Nobody has cell phones except for Mark, mm-hmm. and then she goes and he goes and puts the tape in and hits record, and the reason it doesn't is because it only records when they're on the phone. Oh. Right? It's a phone tap. Oh. So when she gets okay. on the phone, it's supposed to start recording.
2: I, I thought that they were, he was recording the room. No, he was recording <laughs> which would have made phone. a lot more sense <laughs> in the entire like name of the film entire like no he's of just the recording the phone that,
0: which is why when we get to the scene when he plays the tape yeah, I it really, only has that one yeah part i get it okay so he goes and record and he puts the tape in that happened before the football scene yeah but the point is so he, he now knows he now knows that she's not being faithful but she, he doesn't know with who Yep. Yeah. right he has no proof but he's got his 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 doubts and now he's talking to peter while they're having whiskey by the fireplace Non-alcoholic whiskey. Non-alcoholic, Non-alcoholic whiskey. whiskey. Yeah, I'm sure, because he doesn't drink. Cold tea. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Cold
0: tea. And uh, and, and the, he lets him know that he's a, He tells us that, oh, yeah, Peter, you're my friend. You're a psychologist. Well, yeah, but I'm your friend. I shouldn't, you know... All I've been telling you is, you know, you guys should probably just... You know, you should talk to her about it. Right? <laughs> he's the only rational person in this entire show. Stop being such a psychologist. Yes. <laughs> but you
1: just wanted him to be...
0: You just wanted his advice. And then Mark <sighs> comes in, and then this him and Mark and Peter, the psychologist. Mm-hmm. Which somehow I get the vibe that Mark doesn't like Peter
2: for, I don't know why, but I just got that vibe when Mark walked in the room.
0: Yep. Yeah. And then they were talking and, and Mark is kind of talking about how he's been dating a girl that might be married and <sighs> and it, it, he's not really comfortable about it. He's kind of beating around the bush. Tommy, not really, or Johnny, not really trying to. Push into it anymore. Yeah. He's just like, oh, you'll be fine. You just just find you another girl. You you're so young and and, and single. Just do what you gotta do.
1: There are three types of women.
0: Yeah.
2: This is when they're back up on the roof. No, they haven't gone to the roof oh,
0: okay, yet. I they're just gone. sitting around the fireplace. And <laughs> then our,
3: our
1: listeners are like, can we just get up to the fucking roof? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then he goes, he goes, well, I'm out of here, and he walks out. Yeah. And then Peter follows him onto the roof. Yep. And then he accuses him <laughs> of hooking up with Lisa. And then we have the. He holds him over the edge of the thing and is about to throw because him off the end of the Because
2: building. Mark has been smoking the ganja. The ganja. Oh, oh yes. I forgot about the ganja.
0: Oh, the a... ganja. Why are you smoking that stuff? You know it's bad you for you. You know it's bad.
1: The ultimate gateway.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and all of a sudden we turn into a PSA. <laughs> well, Denny was the one doing drugs. I don't get it. Yeah. Well,
2: but... he was buying the drugs and then sold them to Mark. Oh.
3: Was, I'm guessing that's probably what happened here.
1: Point number two, Tommy.
3: <laughs> Point number two.
1: Really, this movie is not about infidelity. This movie is The Wire, as told
0: by Tommy Wiseau. <laughs>
2: this movie, you just have to try to find the connections to each scene.
0: So, so then he holds him over the edge of the building, and he's got it's him the over drugs. the edge. And he's and he And then he lets him back onto the roof. Yeah. And then he he about kills this guy. <laughs> he literally almost kills this guy, and the guy's like, Oh, you know, what can I do to help you, man? <laughs> he's like
2: still very rational very, very rational, rational. And, very and, rational. And, but,
0: but like it still like cares about his friend after his friend almost threw him off the roof of the building yeah,
1: he knew his friend was in his right mind he was on the dope he was
0: on the dope <laughs> so the
2: next scene is, that the, is the next scene the one where they're all in tuxedos
1: what I love is like we can't just be like oh and then this happens this happens we're like oh wait so is this the next scene Yeah, no. yeah it, it,
0: there's no timeline because I could talk about any of these scenes out of order and it wouldn't yeah. matter yeah right yep.
2: And then, because the next one is the tuxedo scene, right? Because I'm like, well, oh, because mom shaves his face. Yes. And they're all in tuxedos. And I'm like, oh, they're either getting wedding. Like we've skipped, I don't know, a month into the future. And they're like getting ready for his wedding. No, photos or, for the
0: wedding. Oh, is that what it is? wedding photos. Okay. And they're in the tuxedos. <laughs> that Was Marcus that ever mentioned? mentioned? It is mentioned. He goes, oh, yeah, we're getting ready that. for the photos. And and they're getting their photos. And that's when you first hear well, the. And hold
2: on. Quick pause. If you get married, you have photos on the same day as your wedding. Unless you're doing, like, the uh, the stuff with your wife. No, and they that... do
0: engagement photos pre. But, you, yes, but the but men like... always do their photos on the but, day of the but wedding. But the engagement
2: photos are with you and your, like, significant other. You're not doing them with the wedding party.
1: No. 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 So
2: well, that's bridal fucking photos. weird.
0: Well, <laughs> bridal, <whoa>. bridal photos <laughs> happen before, right? Well, like, yeah. Like, but it's only, like her and her dress and, the, my, and my point, I'm not involved welcome my point to is, pop culture weddings yes. Yes. my
2: point is there should not be four other people in tuxes for engagement photo
0: shoot yes there <laughs> should I be but so, so we I never, don't know a lot about weddings but I we know getting, that much I love how
1: fucking contentious this just got
0: <laughs> we have no idea They're all we know is they're taking photos just, for the wedding of some sort yeah, and they're wearing tuxes. I just turned up to
1: my wedding day and stood where I was told <laughs>
0: so after he tries to push him off the building and of course I forgot in that scene with Peter is the first time we hear the chicken he's like whenever Tommy says are you a chicken he goes are you a chicken so that's the first time we hear that line in the movie is he a big Arrested Development fan Oh,
2: has anyone in his family actually heard a chicken
1: well, so the one thing I want to talk about this scene is because like they make a big deal about Mark coming in, who up until this point has had a beard, and then he comes in, he's clean shaven, and Tommy gets to be like, what's up, baby face? <laughs> and according to the disaster artist, is the reason he was made to shave was um in the movie i'll just say the movie version like he runs into brian cranston who's connected to his girlfriend brian cranston's like oh hey i'm directing malcolm in the middle next week i need a, a lumberjack looking guy do you want to do it because love the bid and so um greg goes and says oh hey can i get a day off next week because i've got this really great break and tommy says no and then changes the script so he has to shave his beard so he then can't do Malcolm in the Middle. Oh, oh dickhead. How, how
0: evil. How so evil.
1: So evil. So That's evil. Such a dickhead move. But like, and in the context of the movie,
0: zero sense. Yeah. Zero sense. Nope. He comes in, he's got a shaven face, and he's like, hello, baby face! Yeah. And then the rest of the film... He's clean-shaven. And, and it makes no
1: sense because it would have made sense, like, had there been a scene, like, he's with Lisa and she's, like, struggling the beard. like, oh, I really love a clean-shaven man. And then he does he You're like, oh, Mark, that tramp has gotten to you. Yep. But, no. It's just a <laughs> random decision. I'm going to shave my beard. Yes. For the wedding. For, for the wedding. wedding. For
0: the photos. For the photos. And, <laughs> and then we get into... They're in an the outdoor scene with the football. <laughs> yes. And uh, they're throwing the football. And Peter's in this one. Yep. And so they're throwing the football nerd. with Peter. The nerd. And uh, if there's a little Peter they're like, Come on, Peter, and he's like, I don't want to play football. And then they're like, Oh, what are you, chicken? Cheep, cheep,
1: cheep, cheep, Well, because it's Denny who's being a whiny little brat, like, come on, I wanna
0: go play football.
1: Yeah, that is what it's like. <laughs> and it's just like, go to hell. <laughs>
0: And then they start throwing the football, and who falls down?
3: Peter. Peter,
0: because if you're outside the the core group of this movie, you fall down playing football. (laughs) You're now starting to see the buddy relationship between Mark and and Johnny, right? These next few scenes are kind of showing that. Where they're
2: like having weird tumble scenes in a park, and then
0: they go running. Yes, exactly. Right. (laughs) So, but first we we've got the they're having they're they're in a coffee shop. Yeah. Right. And they go in and, and they order and eat. there's this whole thing about somebody ordering cheesecake. She's offering cheesecake to everybody. <laughs> and and they okay. And, and they oh one of the background extras. Oh, yeah. my, in that
2: scene, my wife pointed this out is, immediately. <laughs> uh,
1: an actor from the show Bones. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. The, the
2: first guy at this counter before the before. Mark and if and you're if you're
1: it. Bones fans, he's the guy who begins really angry and has an elastic band on his wrist that he snaps, and then three episodes later, that's forgotten. That's okay. for the that's for the bones fans, which
0: is perfect because you know this is a movie where lots of things are forgotten. Yeah, it's so, kind of wonderful. Kind of wonderful, and and so they go through this entire ordering process and they order some drinks and he drinks hot chocolate. Oh, I have a hot chocolate, and then <laughs> and it's him and Mark and they go and they sit at a table, and he's like, "Oh, how's work? Uh, you know, I didn't get my promotion. This and that." So tell me about your sex life. <laughs>
1: I, I don't find that weird whenever Tyler comes Literally over. Like, Tyler, tell me time. about your sex life. And he's <laughs> like, Hey, how's that sex life? I'm um, like, okay, buddy. Like... And, and Tyler's like, Well, I try to coax her onto the stairs again. But... <laughs> <laughs> in our in our one floor
2: in condo. One floor condo. <laughs> I guess it'd be in the public it space. Would be in the public <laughs> space. <laughs> <laughs> or our basement stairs.
0: <laughs> So, anyway, how's your sex life? Oh, wait, wait. I got a call from work. I got to go. And then he just leaves. Yeah. And then uh, Mark then turns around and goes and has sex with Lisa. So yeah. So, we now know what is going on in his sex life. And, yeah. He just shows up. They have random sex. Yeah. And so, we got another... Softcore porn. Softcore porn.
1: Have we found out why Lisa's unemployed yet?
0: I don't know. Because, remember, he tells the story. And we didn't talk about this. He tells the story about how when he met Lisa... Right.
1: Oh, and it's like, oh, it's a really interesting story. I met her, and how's that (laughs) interesting?
2: I saw, I saw her, I saw her. I said hello.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, even even if we haven't gone to it yet, one of
2: the actors, hold on, one of the actors was like, wait, when's the interesting part?
3: Thank, thank you.
1: <laughs> so so even if we haven't got to it yet, we find out why Lisa is unemployed and therefore reliant on Johnny and why her mother is like, you do not leave him, bitch. And it's because <sighs> Johnny's right. The computer business is really hard. <laughs> Again, what? <laughs> 2003, now noting that the internet wasn't the internet that we have now, but it wasn't new. Well, it's no, not it the it, internet
0: it business. Was, it was post.com crash. dot Post.com yeah. crash. Well,
2: it's also not the internet business. It's the computer
1: business. This is true. This is yeah. true. So, um yeah, so that's why Lisa is unemployed and therefore reliant on Johnny and yeah. Except randomly at some
2: scene she's like, "Oh, I have I have a call from work." Or she said or I have to go have a sca- like I, I need to go do something for work. I've, I've
1: got a I've got a meeting I have got to prepare for. Yeah, that's right. She yeah. has a meeting that she needs to go. And prepare, we're all for, like, for, you're like Wait. for the computer business.
3: For <laughs> the just, unemployment she's office. She's having a
0: really tough time in the computer business yeah. right now really tough really tough she's a freelancer that's probably what it is (laughs) she's a contractor she's a contractor she is in san francisco so there's got to be the computer business i I just like to think
1: she has a bunch of like old gateway computers in the back of her car (laughs) she's like driving around like hey i've got these computers for sale
0: (laughs) well and then we have that that scene where he talks about how when they met he's like i didn't have a dollar in my pocket and she bought me dinner and i had to she paid for the check yeah like like He would be offended that a woman had to pay for the (sighs) check for him. Because John is such a good guy. Yeah, because...
1: (laughs) I mean, did that make her too clever? Did it make (laughs) her dumb? Or was it a move of evil? (laughs) It was a move of evil. (laughs) All of them. All of them. No, no, no. no. This movie
0: is (laughs) only a move of evil.
1: (laughs) I gotta say, like, Lisa, like, in this movie, like... If, if one is to be really cultured, she makes Lady Macbeth seem reasonable. Like, <laughs> she is so. Like, in, in Johnny's world, she is so fucking evil for no, no reason. reason. There's no, no, reason. no end game here.
0: None. And the end game is because I just want to do what I want.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and Johnny's not exactly. And at no point do you see Johnny be like, hey, babe, you're spending too much. Like, at no point does he, like, other than you're tearing me apart, like, reprimand her for her lifestyle. Tell her that she's spending too much, drinking too much, hanging out with her friends too much. He thinks she's on a pedestal and she can do whatever the hell she likes throughout the entire movie. If anybody's spending too much, it's
2: it's him. It's him. I mean, he's going to flower shops every day. Yeah. Like
1: a little scantily
2: clad. Red, Red dress. dress Instead of working He's sleeping working. with his girlfriend
1: In the middle of yeah, the day I mean yeah, yeah He's the one with the issues He she, has a lot of issues I like to think he's correct. in a lot of credit card debt Because <laughs> <laughs> he's but, paying Because he's paying for Denny's college I was
2: just saying And also One can only assume that he bought the football
1: Yeah Because it's revealed he's paying for Denny's college And paying for like Denny's who's apartment Who's 16 It's weird
0: And then we get into After the sex scene with Lisa Then they go back to the park. (laughs) More football in the park. Mm -hmm. We're now not just football outside. We're now football in the park. It's
2: like random tumbling scenes, though. It's, like, very weird. Very weird.
0: (laughs) There's a chicken in there with a little cheep, 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 cheep. And it's, like, a sky shot of them playing football.
2: It's, like, not even up close. It's, like... Oh, I think that's them over there on the hill <laughs> playing football. Wait, wait, does, he,
1: does he look like a vampire? Yep, that's yep, him. That's yep, him. Okay, that's him. Actually, speaking of vampire, there is a deleted subplot that he wanted to do where it revealed he was a vampire, and he makes his car fly, but they couldn't work out how uh, do it, so he dropped it. would have made the
0: movie so much better. <laughs> I, I would have loved
1: that, like, grease ending when the car just starts flying at the end of grease because Sandy's dead, and this is all just a fever dream. Um... <laughs> because she drowned on the beach it look it up people like i would have loved it if like after he shot himself he like rose from the dead and goes okay
0: okay just walks out again (laughs) so then we get into the random race in the park where him and mark are just going for a run yep and it's just a running scene of him and mark no apparent reason and then that night the birthday party
1: the birthday party so
0: there's the they're just putting the things together <laughs> and she's getting it ready and the subplot is really starting to pull together right there is a plot <laughs> kind of pulling together and here it is it is she's being evil of course and she's being more flaunting with her mark love mm. in front of people and they're getting caught now yes. and she's like she don't care she just doesn't care anymore
1: and lots of people are remarking Remarking,
0: but nobody's saying anything to Johnny. (laughs) Nobody's even talked to him about it. But they've all caught her and Mark frolicking, Mm -hmm. and they don't want to get involved.
2: Have we talked? Is this where they go? Hey, everybody, let's go outside. And then they go outside, and Mark and her stay back and start like making out on the couch. And then. We a haven't red, got that far okay. yet.
1: But it, it okay. right. that, right? okay. this we're, is. We're in the minutes of that, right? We're in the final stretch.
0: We're in the God. final stretch here. And so we, we she's just getting ready. She's with her mother. And then her friend comes in and she's talking to her friend about it, right? And then she's... <laughs> Madeline. Madeline. And Madeline is like, I, what, do Do they have names? I have mother, friend. That's all you need. Well, oh, and then
1: you got <clears throat> Madeline's husband, yes. who suddenly is a right chatty Kathy yes. and has, like, most of the lines in the scene where, again, because <laughs> he's going to Lisa being like... Hey, can we have
2: fuck on your couch?
1: Yeah, no, because he's like, no, it's a different guy. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, because I think Madeline's cheating on her husband <laughs>
2: well.
3: with,
1: with, with underwear guy, and he's, like, going up to a guy going hey, what are you doing? You're really going to hurt Johnny. He's a great guy. And I'm like, more affirmation.
0: More affirmation on how great of a guy Johnny is. Yeah.
1: And it just like, he suddenly is in every shot of this party.
2: Yes. No, this is this is the random guy that walks in, right? Yes. Like, no yeah. one has n- any idea who that is. No. I thought I mean, it was
1: Madeline's husband. I thought she was carrying on with underwear I, guy behind
0: her back. I don't think so. I think, so. That I think it's her brother. Him. I think it's Madeline's uh, brother, maybe? I think
1: that, that sounds more right. Because I thought it was implied during a piece of dialogue between Madeline and Lisa, <laughs> where Madeline was like, oh, you're so bad. And Lisa says something along the lines like, "I'm no worse than you," and she's like, "Yeah, but I'm not gonna hurt anyone." So I'm just assuming open relationship.
0: Maybe, yeah. So who that, knows? That, who that, that's that's Could be what that I
1: that's what I took from it. The, but oh. that woman again is a harlot because she's
0: treating a man badly. Treating your man like badly. Yeah,
2: there's three types of women. Out three, there. Types of women. <laughs> three types
0: of women. Three types of women. And then we got, and then from there, we go into the party. Yeah. And the party has pretty much everybody who's <laughs> even starred in this movie at any point <laughs> is at the party. Oh, wow. You invited all my friends. Good thinking, Good babe. Thinking. <laughs> <laughs> and that is pretty much how excited he is about his surprise. party. I shit you not. Actual line, actual delivery.
3: Yes. Um,
2: <laughs> and you know, because when when I have birthday parties thrown, people that throw them for me generally invite my mortal enemies, and I'm like, come on, guys, like.
1: I know. I, I think see. I that see you cringe bit. whenever I'm at one of your parties. Yeah, <laughs> damn it,
0: Andrew's here again. God damn. <laughs> And Lord, then invite my friends. Uh, and then we get into the the party scene. And there's the subplots going on where we have everybody knows. But nobody's mm-hmm. saying anything to Johnny. And she's <laughs> winking and and kind of googly-eyeing at Mark. And he's feeling uncomfortable because he's at this party. And then out of nowhere, she's like, all right, everybody, let's just go outside. Yeah. And then the whole party goes outside. And then <laughs> she stays back with Mark. They make out on the couch, and then they get caught, and
2: then a random man that has never showed up in any scene ever in this yeah. movie shows up, catches them, and we're supposed to. He's very, very offended and affronted by this. Yes, and we're because to...
0: Johnny's a great guy. Yeah. <laughs> Once again, Johnny's a great guy, and then we go to the scene. Hey, everybody! I got an announcement to make. We're expecting. We're expecting.
3: <laughs> and again
1: where did he hear this? Because all of a sudden, Madeline's going up to Lisa again. Are you? What? Do, did you... Are you having a... It's like, no, I just told him that. And it's just
0: like, what, why?
3: why? I just told him that
0: because I wanted to make it more spicy.
1: We're probably going to end up having kids anyway. And I'm like, all right, I, I firmly believe <laughs> that Johnny doesn't know how long a fetus gestates. <laughs> that being said... <laughs> <laughs> I think even he's smart enough to realize multiple years go by. You're not pregnant.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, we're eventually gonna have kids because I'm still gonna go through with the wedding, but I'm still gonna sleep with Mark on the side and blah blah blah. You yeah. know, the, the the whole point is they're trying to make her into not only evil, but also like just stabbing him and breaking his heart and stomping on it in every way she possibly could by even getting his hopes up that he would have his son. I
1: (laughs) I just realized there is only one decent woman in this entire movie. And as I say this... I think she's probably, you know, overcharging for flowers. And that's how cheesy (laughs)
3: it
1: But but the flower shop lady is the only woman who doesn't draw the ire of Johnny. True. true.
0: You are our best customer. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't recognize
1: you there. Oh, but you are my best customer. (laughs) I'm legally blind.
0: (laughs) So, she's not at the party either. No, No. No flower shop lady at the party. Nor the dog.
1: The
2: love
0: dog. the dog. Oh, Hello, doggy. Which
1: if you order enough, I think it's like $26 on TommyWiseo.com. you can get a free plush dog toy. So, <laughs> just throwing it out there. We are sponsored by TommyWiseo.com. No, go we're there not. for all your no, Tommy Wiseau No, mates.
0: we're not. We're not. We're not sponsored by him. <laughs> so then, they go outside. They're expecting. Everybody's talking to Lisa about how... She's just acting completely insane. She's becoming more overtly upfront about everything. (laughs) She's lost her goddamn mind. She's lost her goddamn mind. (laughs) She's becoming more evil. Because bitches. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And it is all coming to a head. Yeah. And then everybody at the party is getting very uncomfortable. And let's go inside for cake. (laughs) 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 Again. This is and you
1: know not not to keep repeating the same joke of three type of women but like there is no point to Lisa's evilness. Yeah, there's, not, the, there's, there's nothing there's no motivation. None. None. There's no like
0: if you agency have a murder if there's a murder there has to be the 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 suspect, the weapon and motive. There is no motive here. So I <laughs> I wanted to just take so a true. like
1: quick tangent. We were watching a movie the other night on Netflix and it was called A and I forget what the sub oh tie-liners. god and <laughs> you watched that movie <laughs> it, well we were just looking for something minus yeah, and we yeah. we like you know we we liked uh the cast in it so it's about these three women who go to ibiza and they're horny and that's the movie yeah and when we were watching this last night it has john snow in it yeah it has john snow in it when i was watching this last night i my mind suddenly went to that film and again it's a bunch of pointless vignettes that there's no reason like for these people to be behaving the way they are mm-hmm. but the difference between that movie and this movie is it had more of a budget and people who could act Yeah. but from an actual storytelling standpoint it's the same thing this weirdly has more like... <laughs> <laughs> like there's a random scene where they're like in Ibiza looking over the, the coast and Life on Mars by David Bowie is playing mm-hmm.
0: no reason no, no reason, reason. Well, it's weird the thing with this movie is when we were talking about it, it's an hour and 39 minutes we could have the red dress scene the first scene where she has sex with mark and then this dinner party scene and the movie could be over yeah yeah and yep. we would actually have the plot and 15 minutes it, and done.
1: It could have been a good old ABC movie of the week. Yes. 22 yeah. minutes. 22 done. minutes. That's done.
0: Eight minutes of commercials. Yeah, after done. school special. Yeah. Yes. After school special. With
1: a lot of nudity. A lot of nudity.
0: <laughs> That's a different... Wait. Uh,
2: it's like the 2 a.m. The, the 2 a.m.
1: special show. <laughs> on HBO. Yeah. No, Showtime. Or show, Cinemax. 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 No, that is Skinemax. <laughs> Skinemax yeah. <laughs> yeah. hour. So, so, yeah. So, we're at the party. They go in and have the cake. They go and have the cake.
0: cake. And then it all comes to a head. It all is starting to spill out. And everybody leaves very uncomfortably. Because it's now come up that she is not being faithful to him. And everybody's like, oh, we're all leaving. This is uncomfortable. Which, to be fair, I would also leave. Yeah, we would all leave. To be fair, if Tommy (laughs) Wozo
1: walked into a room, I would leave. I would probably leave, yes. I'd be like, that man's going to suck my blood.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly.
2: Hey, you yep. want to come to a party? What kind of party? An at vampire party? I know. Actually, I'm busy. I'm busy, I'm I'm cheers. busy cheers. Saturday. Yeah. Tommy Wiseau is going
0: to be there. <laughs> is, it,
2: is, a, is it a cash bar?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: what kind of cash?
2: What
0: kind of money? <laughs> so, everybody leaves. His life is in shambles, and Tommy is embarrassed on his birthday and locks himself in the restroom oh, and heartbreaking heartbreaking, heart-breaking. he's heartbroken, there and knocking on the door is lisa trying to get him out and in the middle she finally says screw you and she calls her boyfriend
3: well i
1: like how getting trying to get him to come out is like the most half-ass thing yeah I've being ever a baby like. <laughs> oh you're being a baby come out no okay hey mark <laughs>
3: So.
0: <laughs> and and Mark is fully gone to full on like evil, yeah. and he's like, "Come on, babe, I want your bod." <laughs> that is a real line from the All movie. Right, fine, come on up, <laughs> come on up, babe. Yeah, I want your bod. which
2: makes it sound like Mark lives in the same building as him, which has never been established except for that. Phone I call. thought he
1: lived in his car. <laughs>
2: Maybe well, he, he, got lives we, we, he lives we, on the roof. He lives on
0: the roof. He lives on the roof. That's where it is. Yeah. <laughs> you go from the room to the roof. That could be the sequel. I, the roof. I, the roof. <laughs> I thought the roof was the room. Oh. oh. No. No. The room is covered in drapery. And, 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 and the roof has got to be the
1: sequel. And photo frames with spoons in them. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
0: And then he. Uh, and then he's like, "I want your bod, babe." <laughs> And she may be so uncomfortable saying and that. And then she just leaves. <laughs> and then he, like, comes out and he pulls out the tape... And he comes out of the room, and she's still in She's still in the house. Packing. She, she's yeah, packing. She's packing. She's packing, and... and he pulls out the tape that he had just recorded, that phone call, and he plays it.
2: <laughs> Which, at this point, I mean, it's kind of moot. It, it
0: like... is, like, it is too late. Everybody knows. <laughs> this he evidence knows. is knows. I
3: am, evidence. I am, I am <laughs>
1: such a nerd about this shit. So, I, I love cassette tapes. Like, I, I used to make so many mixtapes. And so, and you know, because I, I loved High Fidelity. But, like, the fact that he, like, when he brandishes the tape... It's fully
0: rewound. Yeah. <laughs> there is no recording on it. And he's and like he waving at her. And he waves it at her. He puts it in the tape player. And he plays it. And it's the same conversation. That he literally just that, heard from That he the just bathroom. heard that the one audience side audience have just heard. Yes. <laughs> I just want your butt. <laughs> Stop doing that into my ears. <laughs>
2: and, well, Colton's staring at you while he's saying <laughs> it <too. laughs> And then...
0: He goes upstairs, and so, so, and then she like gets so upset that he has a recording in proof that she leaves, and then we get in oh. to the the fi- finale, which is the destruction apartment scene,
1: where where we've talked about James Dean. Oh God! Uh, this Please is where this me. man goes full Marlon Brando. <laughs>
3: Stella! <laughs>
1: And again, Marlon Brando on his best day could not muster the energy <laughs> I was, I was and the say, emotion. You know
2: how I feel about Martin Marlon Brando, so
3: <laughs> <laughs> I will watch, actually give Tommy credit here. <laughs> watch
1: him in The Wild Ones, and then obviously Streetcar Named Desire. He is phenomenal. I, I, I know. Yeah, and The Godfather. Anyway,
0: well, <laughs> <still>. <laughs> and then he. So at this point, he destroys the entire <sighs> the entire apartment with such gusto. Such gross
2: He like tries to knock over a dresser, realizes the dresser is really heavy, so he takes out a couple
3: drills and then <laughs>
0: knocks out the dresser. It over. He's, he puts his arm and clears the top of it yeah. off, yeah. and he's yelling and he's ripping things ah! off the wall. He's like, Ugh! "It's like Arnold Schwarzenegger voice yelling," and then
1: he finds the gun. Oh my God! See, you get your points, Tommy. You get your points.
0: He reaches in and he pulls open a little chest, and inside is the same gun. See what drugs will do, people. See what drugs no, will see. do. It destroys families, it Denny. Yeah, and it, stupid Denny. And then we actually have a scene where he puts the gun in his mouth, and it shows him pull the trigger.
1: I want to backtrack before, oh, 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 right sorry. before that. Go. So he gets the red dress that he gave Lisa at the beginning of the movie. And rips that to pieces. Rips that to Ah, pieces. And then starts rubbing it on his crotch He does do that. And then, like, smells it after that. And there was this great moment in the disaster artist we were watching last night because the way they film it is that he shoots himself first and then he gets back up again and does all, like, the other shit that we're currently (laughs) witnessing. And he starts, like, you know making motions with the red dress and the poor actress is like watching the monster again I was gonna take that home. <laughs> 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 so he does something unspeakable with the red dress and then shoots himself shoots himself in the face.
0: And uh, I will have you know that this scene was seen by my children last night. <laughs> God, because I, I as I was giving it a rewatch before we did this recording, I'm sitting in bed and I'm watching the movie, and my kids come in and are like, "Dad, I want to go to bed." And my my eight year old is like, "Dad, is this the scene where he kills himself? When does he kill himself? He's very into the fact that he's gonna kill himself, and then when he does it." He laughed harder than any kid should. <laughs> <laughs> well, and like, in fairness,
3: let's
1: be glad that's the scene he <laughs> no, saw. Yeah, no, totally. <laughs> yeah. He was like, ha ha
3: ha ha. There was a ten percent chance that he was gonna walk
0: it off. Totally a ten percent chance. And then he kills himself. And then we have the Mark and Lisa find his dead body uh, scene.
1: Oh, that I mean, my close second favorite to the drug scene. Really? Oh, because... So, <laughs> they're trying to revive this guy, right? Now, if, if I was a filmmaker, I would have ended it on an overhead shot of his body and cut to black, yep. and you would have that tragedy, Yeah, right? yeah, just yeah. him killing himself. It's, it's over. over, it's over. Wiseau, Wiseau doesn't have subtlety. No, he decides to show the <laughs> and repercussions. so, and really, with one line of dialogue... It becomes a redemption story for Mark because.
0: So tri- we now know who the true star is. Yeah. The true hero of
1: this Trying to revive him, Denny's there crying over the body Get out. And, and being Get out of here. being kind of creepy with the corpse. Not gonna lie. Not gonna lie. <laughs> Johnny, and, no. And so you know they're like trying to revive him, and then like Lisa, I forget what she says, and but we can still be together, right? We can still be together, right? And he goes. Get away from me, you tramp! <laughs> and, and it's just like, oh, he has redeemed himself. This is like when Darth Vader throws the Emperor into the, the core of the Death Star. It's that level of emotion. Because,
0: you know, she's a woman and she's evil. Yeah. yeah there's only three types of so women. I there's only three types of women.
3: I would, like to and apo- I,
1: would, I would like to apologize To any female listeners That we We definitely Have Have um, Stuck
0: with us We do not believe this No None of no. us believe this The point is Is that we're pointing out How misogynistic This yeah. movie truly is Yeah It's terrible and,
1: and in fairness If you're listening to this You've probably seen this movie
0: Yes Yeah. And, and
1: if you haven't Ten bucks, Amazon, best money you ever spent. Uh, and
0: and I, I will throw out the misogyny in this movie is almost to the level of the uh, the Michael Keaton Batman, because the the original Michael Keaton Batman misogyny when Kim Basinger is with uh, is with the is with the other with the reporter yeah. and he's constantly sexually harassing her. I'm yeah. like I'm like literally watching this as an HR person at work. going, <laughs> You realize you've solicited her fifteen times. Man. Um I'm she sorry. In the eighties that was called banter. <laughs> <laughs> well, this was the year two thousand three. It was called harassment. Yeah. 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 And so the fact is is that the misogyny of this movie and the and really the self the the unapologetic, basically self promotion, which is Truly, what Waso is amazing at. right? Oh,
1: I mean, it, it's he has made his six million back tenfold on the Tenfold, this movie.
0: yeah, tenfold. And if he hasn't, he's done something wrong. No, he yeah. he's definitely a lot richer from the room, yeah. and and definitely one of the worst movies. This is one of in the top five worst movies ever made, but it is a thing.
1: Well, so so here's here's the thing: we need to talk a little bit about the production of it as well. But so no one knows how Waso made his money. No one knows where he's from. Uh, he has this very thick Eastern European accent. Um, popular theory is he's Polish. But he has a lot of money. So when he was making the movie, he bought all the equipment. Like, he paid for it out of his pocket, and it didn't seem to hurt him. So this guy, like, he he's loaded. So he doesn't need this $6 million. He has since, after the movie came out and everyone made fun of it, um, he has since been like, Oh no, it's it's meant to be this. It's meant to be a comedy And I say, you could not have made this movie this funny if you were trying to
0: be funny. No, you <laughs> couldn't have it, the, the fact is is that this was truly him making the movie he wanted to make. yeah, right? There was real passion in this movie. there was real drive. this was actually a real snapshot into the mind of how Tommy Wiseau views women. Yeah. It is a definitely snapshot into the mind of how he feels movies should be made. Yeah. It is a snapshot into his mind of the movies that he's inspired by. Like <laughs> you've already talked about, you know, Marlon Brando, yep. you talk about uh, the the, you know, uh, James, White, Dean. James Dean. James Dean rebel that so, yeah, yeah. He's those are all the things that inspired him because he would, you know, when he met Babyface <laughs> It all happened in acting classes. He yeah. wanted to be in movies and these are what he thought a movie should be about. Yeah. And then of course the way he the, he thinks and and judges women in this movie and the the uh, the male type of locker room talk, I keep I'll call it that. Yeah. That is actually how he truly views women. Yeah, right? Yeah. And and to to not give it that is 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 to, to, to just be like, oh, you know, it's supposed to be a black comic. No. 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 no, no. no. You can say, Don't get me wrong. He can market it that way. And he can do midnight showings. And he's making money off of it. Yeah. But in the end, this is really was his masterpiece. Because in a weird way, for as awful
1: as his opinions are, and as awful as his treatment of women is in this movie, there is zero cynicism in this movie None. in in the sense of like yes he's cynical of women but like his approach to making this movie there is no irony there is no like oh we're going to play this scene for laughs like this is just like this is manos hands of fate level um, another great awful awful movie which I recommend everyone check out because it's hysterical but like again that
0: movie is so funny because they're trying so hard to be serious and that is this was meant to be a serious movie Mm -hmm. to him this was a real tragedy right he was such a good guy and he was doing all these things he was providing for her he was giving (laughs) her all this money and then all of a sudden you know she's evil because she's one of three types of women (laughs) so so is This is stupid? sound like a stupid
2: question, but did this actually happen to him in real life? Is this, like, where... No one no knows one know no anything about the answer. Okay. I'm just going to assume that this is a very vindictive millionaire that, like, had this happen to him at one point in his life. And so it just went after...
1: I, I mean, that, that could like, only be the that, assumption. That's
2: the only level of vindictiveness that you can reach. Well, to, I mean, like, I just don't know how you write this movie without having, like having gone through an affair or something like that. Well,
1: and the amazing thing about it is considering how cultish this now is and considering, like, how famous he is because of this, like, someone out there could make a lot of money by being, uh, was the inspiration for Lisa? But never has come <clears throat> up. And never has come up. And, the, and It's because he's killed her. The, the only It's very possible. <laughs> the only other person who's made money off of this movie <clears throat> is Greg slash Mark Babyface because he wrote the book The Disaster Artist that got turned into a movie. It actually deeply disturbs
2: me that this is a cult classic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to throw it out there. Like, it just... There, this is one of those movies that I feel like it. it's funny, but it also is deeply disturbing and should not be <laughs> viewed. I, it's just... it's Yeah, it's creepy to me. Like, I just really dislike... I don't know. I think of, like the messages that it sends. And like, if you get yeah. people in the wrong state of mind, what they could think like, Oh, here's a movie that like person, like basically deeply embodies everything that I've gone through and gives me permission permission to do yeah. what I want. So you the know? good
0: news is that anybody with that type of mentality probably has never even heard or seen the room. Yeah. One because can only hope. One, one can, can only, only hope. hope.
1: But I think the other thing as well is like, hopefully because the movie is so bad yeah, you cannot take the message seriously.
2: Yeah, one can only hope.
3: <laughs> one, one, again,
1: one can only hope. But like, I, I mean, I have a weird love of this movie because I love things when you can see real passion behind it and it fails. It's like one of my favorite things in the world, and that sounds really like Schadenfreude. Yeah, but the the only thing I can equate it to is when you're listening to your favorite band and their shitty demos are better than their studio recordings oh yeah yeah, oh, yeah. it happens all the time the same thing I or, don't know why or it,
0: another one is uh, is you're listening to your favorite band and it's uh, they've been you know out of it for 20 years and they're like oh check out our new stuff and you're like no 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 no, no. no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. that's why I, you know. I connect with that yeah. as, as a Modest Mouse fan I, I <laughs>
1: So one of my a couple of my favorite things about the production of the movie, though, um, just to give you his approach and his money spending, was not only did he buy the equipment, but instead of choosing a format to shoot on, he bought uh, at the time the top of the line HD digital camera and a 35 millimeter camera, and put them side by side and shot them at the exact same time. <laughs> And there's even a line in the movie, the disaster artist was like, You have to light those totally differently. (laughs) And what when we were watching the movie last night, I was like, He used the thirty five millimeter film. Like, it's so grainy that Is that why everything's out of focus? Uh no, I mean that's down to the camera guy literally not putting things in focus. Okay. <laughs> but like when you when you're filming on film, the the biggest factor you can have is the grade and quality of film you're filming on. Mm-hmm. So, um, if you look at British movies during the seventies compared to American movies in the seventies, like. British ones have a lot more grain because we didn't have the budget of an American movie. So he's buying like the shittiest grade 35 mil because he clearly doesn't think it matters. And that's what he went with in the film. Because The amount of times there's just like a bunch of hair in the frame, mm. like the image warps. You can't really see what's going on. Mm. It's just so awful, but kind of wonderful at the same time.
0: Well, and he also just kind of going on the wasso thing when when you look at uh, the Disaster Artist movie as well, mm-hmm. and uh, who played him, I can't think of his name. Uh,
1: Dave Franco played James Greg, Franco, and James, James Franco James played Franco. Tommy Wiseau.
0: Yeah. So uh, James Franco, when he was trying to actually kind of get into character to do it, and they and he would ask questions about you know Tommy's past and things like that. He was when he asked, "Hey, have you talked to Tommy?" He's like, "Yeah, but you can't trust anything he says." Yeah. Right, so that's the general consensus is that it does he's so full of bullshit, yeah, that you can't really trust anything he says. And and they do a really great job in the disaster artist in the movie of kind of saying, because everybody asks those questions, Hey, where are you from? And the way he kind of goes,
3: hey, You know, no, no, New
0: Orleans, New Orleans, what? And he just like the way he kind of just. Beats around the bush. It's very nice. Yeah. He never really said. It's like, <laughs> where do you get your money? He never says. Never says. He never, it's like... And, and, and that's just generally how it is, right? Yeah. So even if there was an inspiration for Lisa, you would never know if it was right. true or not. Yeah. Right? It's kind of one of those things. One one thing I will tell you is I did do some research on Lisa a bit. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and funny, she was very very embarrassed of the role the actress juliette danielle yes she she currently now lives in san antonio texas is married she's Mm. a graphic designer and uh she had to build a website for fans of the room to kind of be like hey this is actually what my life's like so please leave me alone
1: yeah Yeah. good for her thank god good for her yeah because i read a quote by her she's like i don't regret doing it because it has opened up other opportunities the only thing she regrets is The sheer amount of nudity that was featured in the film.
2: I can only imagine, like, in her contract, she was like, "Eh, I'll put only one sex scene. Yeah. And so then Tommy's like, okay, well, there's only one sex scene, but I'm going to use it multiple (laughs) times. And like get around your contract. I mean like to I be know.
0: honest that's what they would do I mean think yeah. about it this way if you were an adult film star mm-hmm. you know you film Again, one scene you're, gonna be in a, you're, you're an adult <laughs> film be star. you film one scene you're gonna be on a hundred different DVDs mm-hmm. yeah. right so Apparently. same idea same idea I, if if one would watch those types of scenes <laughs> <laughs> let's let's talk about the beer I am not here to be okay with you guys loving this beer.
1: Let's talk about the inspiration of this beer, because to me, in the weirdest way, this is the most on-point beer <laughs> we ever, have ever <laughs> bloody <time>. featured <laughs> totally. on this show. And that's 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 all I'm going to say right now. <laughs>
0: well, so inspired by The Room, this was a beer... You know, I took the challenge of how am I gonna do a beer that is inspired by the room, right? And I will admit that I am generally a pretty good homebrewer. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've won a few gold medals, I've 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 done homebrewing for over a decade. <laughs> it is actually kind of hard for me to make a bad beer. Yeah. Right. Like that 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 is actually difficult for me to do. It's kinda like whereas Tommy Wiseau never made a movie before and this was him really trying to make a great movie. Yeah. This was inspired of me really trying to make a bad beer, right? (laughs) And and not have it infected, and not have it like be the reasons why people generally have bad beer, right? And so, and and but I also wanted to make it a bad beer that you were like, oh yeah, it's beer, (laughs) just like when you watch the room, uh, yeah, it's hilarious, and And it's a movie. You you achieved this, yes, Yes, very well. And so here's where I started. First of all, I figured. Well, if I could take a bunch of stuff that doesn't really make any sense and actually make it into a beer, that's probably not going to go anywhere. We'll just start with a saison, right? Yeah. Because you know, if you're Belgian, <laughs> your your idea of what beer is is already kind of lax anyway, right? Yep. There's no general style guidelines you have to truly adhere to. And
2: uh, the on top of that is a, like with the Belgian saison yeast, you don't have to do traditional like fermentation temperatures either. Yeah. It can just be throw whatever. Yeah. Whatever temperature your room's at. Yeah. yeah. Throw it, it in. Be, or, yeah, you know, it'll, it'll be fine. Is Eighty degrees? Whatever. Yeah. It doesn't and, fucking matter.
1: And, and <laughs> you know, it's it's European and there's different types of Saisons. Where
2: through, where in Europe? Through, throughout and Europe. Who and West. no one knows. No so, one knows. So
0: yeah. So, you know, I made a beer with a European accent that we don't generally know where it's from. <laughs> and, and, then, and, 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 and here is where we come in with the recipe. Well, the recipe came up that day. Oh, God. Yes. What we did is uh, we decided we're going to brew. I knew I was going to do a Saison, and I kind of had an idea of what I was going to do. And I had a bunch of Pilsner malt laying around, so I started there. And as I watched Tyler have to take a drink and spit it right back out. Perfect. No, I I just
2: <laughs> I want to see the color of this. Also, the smell. I just the smell. I keep trying to smell this beer. Yeah. It's a mistake.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, it's actually a nice color. It's not a bad color. Actually, the first one you poured me was like pure yeast. Yeah. So this might actually improve the first taste I had of this beer.
1: So, but yeah. So I mean, it's got like a nice brownish hue.
0: It's got a nice brownish hue. Think like a. Brown ale, uh, yeah. kind of color. It, it's, right? it
1: is a brown ale
0: color. So yes.
2: is it? I I wouldn't say it's brown ale color. Well,
1: it, it's kind of like Tommy Wiseau's accent. Like we know it's brown. <laughs> we know he's European. I
2: would say if I was to pick a color, I
1: would say this looks
2: like a double. Almost. Nice. Oh, okay. Okay, I'll
3: okay, go with that. Brownells
2: okay. are more like dark than
0: this, yeah, yeah. in my opinion. But I'll go with a double, a yeah, double or a triple.
3: Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. all right.
0: I'll, in there.
1: I'll, I'll, I'll concede. I'll concede. Okay.
0: You know, you throw in that Belgian yeast, and you have that weird head on it anyway. Yeah. And so it kind of goes that road, and then and then from there, here's where the recipe kind of gets weird. So <laughs> what we're gonna do is we did. We, we, we got a bunch of Pilsner malt. That's yep. the base, right? Why do I keep around, it's, around, it's around 14 pounds of Pilsner. Around 14 okay? pounds of Pilsner, yeah. And, and this was all done on a, a round. We just kind of threw 14 pounds. And then in the midterm, we spilled the, the mill. Yep. And so we lost some of that. Yep. And, and that was all over On my ground. brand and we, new patio. It was brand new patio. And then we had to sweep it all up. Thank you for helping clean up guys, the way, guys. Yep. And then we threw in a little bit of rye. But not just any rye. Chocolate rye.
1: Chocolate rye.
0: So, it's almost like this is... I, I think... I love the word white stout. That's a, yeah, that's a great that, name That's for how you describe it before we start So, So, cooking. imagine a white... Like, a Saison-flavored chocolatey stout. And that's really what this is. It and, is. And... I will say that even though I would say this is probably one of the worst beers I've ever made, and if I submitted this to a competition, I would definitely get scored somewhere in the 20s. Yeah. I was going to say 10s, but eh, 20s, maybe 20s, yeah. 20s. They always are trying to be
3: nice. <laughs> and
0: then, But here's the deal. It, it it kind of works for what it is. It's and I, You know, I think, so Tyler
1: and I were talking about it last night. And, and actually,
0: now that it's not yeasty, it's not as bad. Yeah, yeah,
2: the yeast really, like, really impacts really the Really impacts the
1: yeah. beer. So, actually, yeah, so we were talking about it last night, and we think we realized what it is, because we fermented it, we're serving it from the keg we fermented it in. Yes. And a whole bunch of horror stories about this. But what it's got, in a weird way, is, and a lot of homebrewers complain about this, mm-hmm. is the homebrewer tang. Yep. And... I think a lot of where that homebrewer tang comes from, from is sometimes using extract. Yeah. But also bottle conditioning residual yep. yeast. It's the residual yeast, and it's the you haven't yet learned not to pour the yeast in with 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 the beer. And you, hit your that, glass. you hit that you hit that
2: true blind, and you're like, ah, I could get like maybe one maybe more bottle one out more. of this. I'm just try and it. So
1: it does taste like a white stout saison made by a home brewer who has only just started
0: and not learned the basics this and the thing is that is really hard for me to make guys (laughs) yes and and, colton i know you're a
1: great
3: yeah i know you you are a great brewer
1: but like it's just as you say and it's, it's in the same way of like the room and i'm thinking back to some of my student films of like yeah i followed some of the rules of filmmaking but somehow screwed this up.
0: Yes. And that was really hard. Like, the, I actually, on um, purposefully, was like, I'm not going to measure my grain. Yeah. I'm going to just, just like, throw oh, in let's this throw thing. It some chocolate. And, <laughs> and, and you literally just were like, whoop, and just, just, just dumped threw it, it in there. <laughs> um i i actually scorched the boil a little bit yep yeah because I uh, because i had had so much it, because i was using my electric brewery and and my grain to water ratio was off and i this was all done on, like kind of just done because i was throwing it together yeah i forgot to buy you hops remember oh and yeah. i had to go mm-hmm. buy hops and and like left and came back with a keg because i also forgot a fermenter and so i bought a keg that day right <laughs> so kind of the idea was that like I just kind of threw this beer together, kind of like how the room was thrown. Together, yeah, right? no, absolutely. And then what ended up happening was this piece of something that I will never taste again, which is a chocolate. stout. <laughs> <seson>. <laughs> <laughs> well, and so I want to talk about like, so um,
1: let, let's just go through the recipe real quick. And, and I'm bringing this like... to my homebrew club meeting.
0: I can't wait oh, really till they all uh, want to taste
2: real it. Real quick. So <laughs> we, were t- we were talking about how it was, it tastes like that troube on the bottom. Yeah. Also, this is like if you are a home brewer and you like lift your fermenter up onto the counter mm-hmm. and then you don't let the yeast settle. Yeah. And you have all that like yeast floating around mm-hmm. because you were too damn impatient to let it settle again. And so you just started bottling yep. like right away. Like yep. that's that's let, it, let it settle yeah. for an hour. Yeah. Just let it sit.
1: So nice. <laughs> So I want to get into the recipe though. Because once we get into the recipe, then we can talk about like what went because I did some stuff during fermentation, I am not proud of. Oh, oh, I, 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 I <laughs> I've not I've, got
0: a text message. I I've, never heard I've anything.
1: kept this from you for <laughs> this, this episode because I wanted to share this. So it was around fourteen pounds sixteen, of, 16 pounds of pilsner. No, it was fourteen. Fourteen pounds, pounds of pilsner, of and then how much rye would you say roughly? Uh, six couple. ounces. Six ounces. Yeah. Okay, yeah. half pound.
3: And then
1: then, so you were mashing. You're like, oh, shit, I forgot my hops. So you had to drive all the way to our friends, the brew hut. Yeah. And uh, what hops did you buy?
0: (sighs) That was a hard question for me to remember. If I remember correctly, I bought something noble. Hallertau? Oh, I think it was Hallertau. Yeah. And so how much
1: Hallertau and where in the boil?
0: Uh, I did 60 minutes in the boil and 60 minutes at the end. I'm sorry, sixty minutes in the end. It'd be a sixty-minute ounce. Oh, an ounce at sixty minutes, and then another ounce in the last. Tent. Cool. Okay.
1: And then you ferment it with a Belgian. Be- yeah, thirty-seven eleven. Thirty-seven eleven in the keg, which we are currently solving for. Yes. So under pressure. Under pressure. So. <laughs> <laughs> so a couple of things with this. So when you're fermenting in a keg. Um, cuz we were we were unable to get the we we wanted to do this but we were unable to get the post off for bending the dip tube up yep. so it wouldn't be stuck in the true yeah <laughs> And so we are like, fuck it, we'll just throw it in there anyway.
2: How many th- how many guys does it take to take a post office of No, we couldn't because it was like, not it was us like three. Sealed, it sealed on. on. Yeah, <laughs> we couldn't do it. Answer is not us three. Not
1: us three. We
0: and, are and, very weak men. And on top of that, I did try to leave headspace in there because I yep. only put four gallons in there. I left <laughs> a gallon of headspace. So I was like, eh. But I knew it was Belgian yeast going in. And I had a thought in my mind where I was like, this is totally going to blow off. <laughs> so, <laughs>
1: so, cut to... <laughs> me fermenting for you. So we are in my home office with my exercise bike, my work computer, my podcast equipment. There's a lot of crap in this room. And we have a carpet that is now ruined. Oh, um, I can see it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so basically you gave me your spunding <clears throat> valve. Yes. And I could not get this thing to hold at 10 psi. Okay. So I have my own spunding, ba- spunding valve. And so I was like, well, fuck, I'll just put mine on and it'll be fine. Well, I better I better put some gas in there.
3: <laughs> You're way ahead of me. And so,
1: dumbass here. So I currently don't have anything on nitro, right? Yeah. So I've got my nitro tank sitting in this room, which is set at 30 psi. <laughs> and so I'm
0: like... and You, you can't want it- bleed it out when it's fermenting like that.
1: Oh, <laughs> Oh, my friend. Oh, You can. You can.
2: <laughs>
0: no, so- you shouldn't. Yeah, there, <laughs> there it is. is. That's there the answer. That's the answer you're looking
1: for. <laughs> in the same way, you shouldn't trust Lisa. So
0: <laughs>
2: I... You know, there's three types of beer in
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Smart, dumb, and this. And um, so I put, I put a bunch of acid, and I got my spunding valve and I was ready to like bleed it out and all of a sudden beer goes gushing across my room. If you look at that curtain right there you could see can see it. a beer pattern. Oh
3: I, I had crap. to clean
1: it off all of these surfaces. I ruined a couple of books that I have. Because Dumbass here tried to be smart. Well, I mean, he's you know, referring
3: I...
2: to dumbass. He's not referring to me. He's referring to himself. Well, yeah. I,
0: I will throw out there that I at least now don't feel like it was my fault. <laughs> <laughs> now you have an excuse. So Just like this
2: movie's not Tony's fault. It's Lisa's. It's Lisa's. <laughs>
0: And
1: so, what what I like about this beer, I don't mean like I mean, th- this beer is so perfect for the movie, and we we absolutely know this is not a true representation of
0: the beers you make. Actually, as I'm drinking it, and it doesn't have a bunch of the first beer you handed me was full of yeast. Mm-hmm. It is actually not as bad as my first one I had. Yeah, this the beer this beer has gotten better. yeah i wouldn't say it's great we've we've had some other so it's like it's like the second time you've seen the room yeah yeah right the first time you're like i would
1: (laughs) i would would totally agree with that because what i think is really interesting about this bit is it reminds me of when i started homebrewing and i was trying to figure out styles i liked and began experimenting I made beers that tasted like this. Me too. Mm-hmm. And I drank the entire batch. Yep. And I, I gave can think them of a couple. to friends and family. Yeah. And I'm sorry. And <laughs> There's a particular <laughs>
2: strawberry Kolsch that I made. <laughs> <laughs> We've tic- all tried the strawberry beer, guys. <laughs> There's a particular <laughs> jalapeno like a of stout of that I made. Oh, <laughs>
0: and, and you know, so... i got to be honest. I've had beers at breweries that are worse than this.
1: Yeah, part. no. And I, sure. I, and I was going to say that exact same thing of like... This beer, like this movie, works because it doesn't work. Yeah. Should
2: we start naming all the breweries we've had worse beers at? <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, and and so like it's it's hard for me to just be like, oh, I don't I don't like this beer, especially as like the way we were putting it together was like really haphazard, and uh, that was a really fun brew day by the way, but so we ju- do need to do it again. But just
0: like the room, I don't think we could ever recreate this beer. No, no, like even if not, I tri- should we? If I tried to do this again. Right.
1: Well, because you bought round, I forgot to tell you because they're sitting on top of my fridge. You bought round uh, about half an ounce of cocoa nib that you were going to throw in.
0: Yeah, and I didn't do it. And
1: you didn't do yeah, it. I didn't do it. Um, and so that would have been interesting on top of this
0: as well. <laughs> True. <laughs> um, I was going real weird. Yeah, but like, but I I was also going to throw some white pepper in there too. Oh, that would have been fun. Um, <laughs> but no, and like as as I say, like, because I like wean. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um welcome to pot culture brews um but no it's i mean it, as i say it, it, not it's not weed ween, uh, the band, ween. <laughs> weirdly still works <laughs> but yeah it, it, it i mean it doesn't work and it does work and as i say we we've all had beers worse than this yeah. at at um at, at breweries yes um do and not, yeah, it's it's interesting.
2: I'm gonna throw out. Do not smell this beer. That's I just, fat. I, I just can't do the smell of
0: this beer. Yeah, you know the it, smell
1: of this beer is pretty awful.
2: You yeah, know, it's, you know what it I is. I keep though. like putting it up, I'm like, It no, does have. It
0: has fuck, a, it, I don't know it, what it, it has a foot smell to it.
1: <laughs> well, and you know, you know what that is. It's the chocolate fighting with the saison. It is. Mm, yeah. It, it is. is yes. it's the because cho- saison is very fruity and floral. And floral and chocolate. <laughs> chocolate's earthy. Yeah. 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 And so. There's there's a weird earthiness and a weird it's, like <laughs> fruitiness to this. It beer. smells
2: like a gym sock that you left in a gym bag for
0: a month, two yeah. months, too long. When we talk about a bunch of vignettes that are put together that don't That's really true. have a plot, this beer has this no, be- plot. no. This beer has no plot to it. <laughs> and it makes
2: it unique and fun. Semi worthwhile trying. Uh just not not smelling.
1: Well, <laughs> and I mean and as I say, like like we were talking about at the beginning of this uh, of this episode, like the way we approach biz is this trying to tell a story, trying to represent something in a very different medium that even the filmmakers, authors, whatever we're doing, are not thinking of. They're not thinking like, oh, if I write like Tom Petty when he wrote Wildflowers, yeah. was not thinking. Hopefully, we make a Wildflower Golden Ale one day, right? <laughs> which was phenomenal. Um, no, that was an uh, orange. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah, but like we, that's how we're thinking about beers. And so, as this movie is a bunch of random vignettes, to your exact point, like every time I sip this beer, I'm like there's the saison oh there's the chocolate oh, there's the gym sock that's there's the there's all the hops i can taste the hops yep.
3: oh there's some hops in there
0: is yeah. that lisa <laughs> so I, I think she's tearing me Din- apart jenny <laughs> get out of here we
1: are naming this beer the lisa, <laughs> the lisa. to lisa, lisa you evil wench
0: oh no 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 whoa i i'm actually just like they did with the karate kid Right. Have you ever seen the video where they took the Karate Kid and actually showed where Daniel LaRusso was truly evil? Yes. Right? Because, you know, he really was, right? Cause he because he cheated. You know, no, because, you know, Johnny was just at the beach. He was having a small argument with his girlfriend. And then Johnny LaRusso just hops in there and starts punching him. Yeah. Trying to start a fight with him. You know, he was just sitting in, in, in that stall trying to roll a dube. And then, <laughs> and, then Johnny, and then Johnny LaRusso comes over and just throws the hose right over the top and then hoses him down with it, yeah. right? So, so, to me, it's like I'm gonna look at Lisa very differently <laughs> in that, you know, yeah, I think she was a little mentally unstable, mm-hmm. but I think that, you know, we should have been worried more about her mental health versus what she was doing to Johnny,
1: yeah, yeah. mental health like people. why, why was she so evil? Yes, what was she trying to prove?
2: I going to say that. Uh, Tony Wissau needed more mental health.
0: in he this movie, so well he did kill himself <laughs> well, at the end of the movie, the not in real life. Well, Johnny, Johnny, yeah, Johnny, 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 Johnny,
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, um, no, but as as I was gonna say, it was a really fun day when you you came around and brewed. So I hope we get to do it again. Oh with, yeah, absolutely. With, with um a more planned
0: bit. Oh yeah, we'll do it. We'll totally. Well, if we do a different movie. Yep. Like Troll. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, we would do a a beer that was more. If we end up doing Troll Two, who knows? I I don't know Jaws Three.
1: I yeah I like the idea of Jaws Three. Jaws <laughs>
0: Three is so good, and, yeah. and it has Lou Gossett Junior in it. Well, so I think <laughs> all right. I, I'm
1: I'm I'm gonna I'm just gonna say this now. We are gonna do a Revenge of the Sequel episode, and we've talked about doing a Boondock Saints Two and Weekend at Bernie's we Two, which too. we might still do that. But we well, can, I think we should. I I think we each choose a shitty sequel and we each do a bit for that shitty sequel i'm
2: Cat- down caddyshack 2 is still available people <laughs>
3: god that was so bad yeah and i've seen it a thousand times i know because every time, time i'm watching played it, it
0: yeah. like a million times <laughs> i'm like
2: why am 80s. i watching this movie i hate this movie it's uh,
3: whatever
2: moving <laughs> on
0: <laughs> uh well whoever sure. they got to do the Rondi dangerfield guy was awful oh hey
3: oh, 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 oh.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Yeah, thank you. Uh, if you if you're interested in in my podcast, go to homebrewingdiy.beer beer and check it out.
1: He is much more professional with it, than us with with website sponsors.
2: We are the Tony Wissau of. <laughs> <laughs> pop
1: culture uh, podcast
2: hey, and beer hey, podcast yeah. whatever
0: you guys are in the top 10% of all podcasts <laughs> that, I saw that thank yes. you
1: so um, where can people find you on social uh, I mean obviously it's home all
0: brewing. at brewing diy one word Yep. and I'm on twitter instagram facebook all of that I, I'm not as active as I used to be mm-hmm. I, I will admit it, but when it comes podcasting wise yes I'm very I put out my episode every week but when it comes to the socials if you hit me up with a message I will definitely get back to you but uh as far as the posting goes i'm pretty here
1: yeah and and you know check out check it out because if you want to think or if you want to learn how to approach your brewing differently or you're looking for or you have a problem you're trying to solve i guarantee you there's probably an episode now that solves for all of that
0: yeah i'm pushing 100 sure. episodes now so we're we're, we're definitely yep. i have a weekly show versus you guys do bi-weekly bi-weekly seasons yeah right so so it's uh I, I have to put out an episode every week it's it's is sometimes it's very rough on my life.
3: Well, because <laughs> you're a lot smarter than us. <laughs> because, so,
1: the the funny thing about producing this podcast as opposed to yours... Are you peeling back the curtain right I'm now? peeling back the curtain. Oh, man.
2: Is, you know... Oh, can we just say, this is a magic warning for all of those people? This also? is a magic warning. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but it's also, it's actually also a guarantee. Because what, when you want to do an episode and you want to talk to, like, the guys from Beer Maker from Boulder yeah. or whomever like it's great you can call them up arrange the interview talk about this fantastic yeah and it's it's pretty smooth yeah it's done and done we and this is a literal guarantee to all of you out there we are literally if not drinking the beer during the episode have drunk the beer because we made it specifically for this episode that when we do it we are honestly brewing and developing the
0: recipes and making sure they're good and then we record yeah so our been production been six, time this one episode has been a six month project of yep. communication between the three of us right yeah so yep. just just to kind of put into what goes into one of these is that uh it's a lot of putting together schedules yeah getting a beer done Waiting for, for said beer. Waiting for said beer to be made. <laughs> yeah. Being able to drink it Spraying for the episode. Spraying said beer all over yeah. the wall. Making sure that Tyler has seen the room.
1: Making sure Tyler's seen the it, room. It, it's all of it. It's it's a lot of coordination, but, like... And yours is, obviously, in a different way, very difficult to, to put together. But you can do that quick turnaround yeah. of, like, getting a weekly episode And when I don't out. have an episode,
0: I can just talk for an hour.
3: Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs>
1: so no I mean honestly that that is for anyone who's like wondering if we do this like we are literally every episode is a brand new beer which probably makes us schmucks but you know
3: yeah we 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 enjoy it we enjoy
1: it we we get to hang out with awesome guests and brew beer exactly Exactly. it's awesome as always thank you so much for listening Uh, if you can rate and review us wherever it is you get your podcast the myth and legend for us indie podcasts is it helps people find the show
2: reverse psychology don't go out there and rate us yeah how dare you
1: how dare you (laughs) don't
2: don't actually, you give us that actually? review
0: podchaser.com very easy go in there write a review yep and if you're listening on Apple Podcasts pick up your phone right now scroll to the bottom hit five stars and walk away that's all you have to that's do all that's you all you gotta do, do. Yeah. it's that easy and,
1: and we really appreciate it alright fine we, I'm changing do it we're, what are you doing? we're, like, <laughs> we're like Tommy Wiseau we, we need the affirmation <laughs> um, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at popculturebrews or you can email us popculturebrews at gmail.com and until next time, cheers. Cheers. Cheers.